729 or Saturday, Boston, Massachusetts. Hey guys, I got some news, some terrible news. We got a huge problem. Do a podcast, and it would be a million times better than whatever that drivel was we were listening to. What the hell is a podcast? What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Hey, yo, and welcome to the Always Sunny Cast. I'm your co producer, Eric. And I'm co producer, Ross. And this is the podcast where we go to town on Always Sunny's supple young body, and we, 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 Go scene by scene, episode by episode, and we get to the the heart of what makes it so funny, right, Ross? That's right. We, do, we all the hits, all the moves, yeah, we, all we, the big we ones. We talk about all the big ones, all the hits. All the <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna be doing a lot of that, I think, because we quote this episode quite a bit in our normal life, in our personal life. Yeah, yeah quite I would a say bit. so. <laughs> There's a lot of quotes. Like as I'm going through this, I'm like, wow, I say that all the time. I say that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And it's like little stuff. It's like like things like, you're dead wrong. Like, you're dead I'm, wrong. You're dead wrong. <laughs> you're dead wrong. <laughs> uh, he says that so calmly, yeah, too. Yeah, oh, like, and you're dead wrong on that, too. <laughs> like, to tell someone they're absolutely wrong, with there's no question, they're completely <laughs> wrong, but just with no like hint of any sort of emotion. Yeah, oh, we'll get into it. Uh, yeah, like, we've been talking about this episode forever. I'm very excited to, to talk about it and get into it. But before we do that, Ross, I have a couple emails I want to get through here from some oh, okay. from some listeners. The first one is a quick one. This goes out to MG. I don't know if I should do last name. Should I say the last name? No, just say the first name. MG. It was M E M, and then last name letter G. Okay. Uh, you uh you you emailed said some really nice things, uh, and you asked for one of those pins that Ross has, a little baby tiny pin, uh, and <laughs> I said where can I send it, and you never got back to me. M. Get back to us. MG. We want to send you stuff. We, these are things are piling up. I keep stepping on them. They're everywhere. All right. Next email is from Matthew W. He says, hey, guys, I don't know how much of the newest season you've seen. I've assume, I'm, I assume you have because you're big fans like me. So, yeah, we. I mean, we're all caught up. You're all caught up. Yeah. I don't I'm think anyone up. listening to this is, is, isn't caught up, I would think. So, I'm just going to go ahead with, because this is, like a, I guess, a kind of a spoiler going forward. So, uh um, but if you haven't, sorry for the spoilers. I was rewatching old episodes, and I came across the one where Mac and Charlie want to make a movie. They go to Dennis for help, and he says he wants full penetration in the movie. Charlie says people probably wouldn't want to see Dolph Lundgren's naked body in the movie. I thought it was <laughs> funny because in the recent season, it's revealed that Dolph Lundgren plays Thundergun, and all they want to see is more Dong. I'm 100% sure it was not planned to be Dolph in the Thundergun. And I just thought it was a funny coincidence I noticed. Take care and stay safe, Matt. And, yeah, that is a good point. I guess that is a callback, right, yeah. to this? It's a, it's a definite callback, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think it's interesting that they, you know, uh, have a thing for Dolph in general. Yes, yes, uh, yes, it's exactly. It's kind of subtle. I mean, they talk about this episode, but we don't really hear much in between. Yeah. It's, now and it, then. It's almost too bad that they were watching Predator and not some sort of Dolph Lundgren movie. When they, right. when they broke that up. That would have been a nice little tie-in. But it would almost be like too many hits of Dolph in one season, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, they might be hitting it too hard. Because Always Sunny does do it subtle. They like to go subtle with it. Sure. And by the way, he by the way he sent me that email on April 12th. So I've had that one in the bag waiting for this episode to read. Oh, cool. Uh, great connection, Matt. Thank you. We appreciate that. 
And Ross, this last email here is from Neve. I, I believe this is pronounced Neve from Oh, the, like the uh, Irish name? Like the Irish name. Yeah, Ross, so we're going to pretend yeah. like we didn't just look that up. <laughs> Neve, yes. This is from Neve. Now, Neve has done more work than Ross than we have ever done on this podcast ever. I can just say that right now, okay? Really? So They've done like over 100 hours? <laughs> So it's, hey guys, love the podcast. I'm writing this to let you know about some things you might have missed in both Mac and Dennis Breakup and The Dennis System. Number one, there are two deleted scenes from Mac and Dennis Breakup. I'll link them here. There's a link and I watch them. The way they are talking to Charlie like two parents getting a divorce uh, kills me. So yeah, it's like a, it's a scene, Ross, where like they're telling Charlie that they're not going to be hanging out anymore with each other and that Mac is now living at Charlie's. It's it's, oh, it's okay. It's, you know what? We I think I've seen uh, one of these. It's almost like a blooper reel because like they're just laughing too hard to get through it. Well, no, one I saw was a complete scene. Oh wow! Now yeah. it, it's funny because we don't really, and I don't know why, but we don't really get into the bloopers or the deleted scenes. And I think it's because we have the mindset of what we what we would have been watching if we were watching it at our house. This is what is canon when the episode. Yeah, I was gonna say, but it's going by canon. Yeah, but it's weird that we we don't ever dip into the deleted scenes. I don't know why. So I have watched a bunch with the commentary whenever I can, right? To try to chime in some extra details. But yeah, I guess we should look into the. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Well, we got Neve. Neve here can do it for us. All right, Neve, anytime there's a deleted scene, you let us know. Yeah. And, uh, okay, so, and also, num- point number two, this is, this is um, at the scene in Guginos where Mac and Dennis are throwing bread at each other, keep an eye out for the woman sitting behind them. The face she's making is hilarious, and I can't help but cracking up every time I see it. You can hear her at 43, uh, 43 seconds. It really shows how insane the gang is to normal people. And yeah, it is a great reaction from this extra in the back. Oh, and yeah, it yeah. Is, it is nice sometimes this, like, because they're so crazy. And also the people they interact with, for the most part, are also pretty <laughs> crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. And well, then, they have to deal with it. <laughs> and and this, this third one here, this is amazing. And this is something, I'm embarrassed, Ross, that we didn't know this or even look this up. I'm embarrassed. It's true. This is like a historical fact because no, no, we're no. automatically out at the beginning of that. First of all, Ross, did you know that the, the Always Sunny had, like, the Always Sunny characters, D, Mac, Charlie, Dennis, they wrote a self-help book that you can buy? It's oh, like I a self- I've, I think I've heard about this, yeah. but I haven't been able to find it. Yeah, it's called it's called the 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 seven secrets of awakening the highly effective four hour giant today. Wow! And and so also so check this in the Always Sunny book, there is actually a D system. <laughs> Ross, oh, what? Shit. Yes, this is awesome. I this know. is actually great news. This is great news. And the D system is the reverse Dennis system, right? So it's sinned. S i n n e d. Dennis backwards. Oh my God! It's sinned. That's D okay. system. Okay. Give us the breakdown. So the breakdown is so uh, so. Well, let's go with the, the Dennis system real quick. As we remember, the Dennis system is demonstrate value. Mm-hmm. That's the D. E engage physically. N nurture dependence. N neglect emotionally. I inspire hope. S separate entirely. D's going backwards now, starting with the S. D's is S size him up. His wallet, not his dick. Sounds accurate. 
And there's also like a little description here, and they're kind of long. There's like these little paragraphs, and it's like the same way that Dennis like describes what he does, and it's psychotic mm-hmm. and crazy. Same thing yeah. happens here too. <laughs> so the first one is S signed him up, then I isolate, N now bang him, N again neutralize <laughs> sexual advances, E empty all accounts, and D D wins. Oh, all right. Uh, so yeah, so Neve, th- like, th- that yeah, was thank awesome. You. That was so great. Yeah, thank you, so thank much. you for the extra work. Extra work, and not only that, it provided links, provided pictures of the book. Like I'm reading the email right now. That's a picture of the book that was taken and emailed. Wow. So he has sources. He is like a a Wikipedia. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a hundred. Yeah, like like true work <laughs> went into this email. So thank you, Neve. <laughs> that was so great. That was so cool. Uh, it was such a. I, I'm gonna. Uh, it was such a blast. I don't know. It was like a. Bl- I was like, oh, like Ross. Truly, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Cracked a bunch of eggs of knowledge ne- on us. Neve, you get the you get the podcast in our will when Ross and I. Die together. I'm sure we'll die together. I mean, <laughs> we will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm planning. So, okay. so it, I'm leaving the podcast to you and the will. You can have it. I mean, it's yours. <laughs> All right, Ross. We rambled on enough. Oh, by the way, thank you everyone for the emails. That's awesome. You can get it. You can get in touch with us at, uh, at the Always Sunny Cast at Gmail dot com. Uh, any thoughts, corrections, omissions, concerns? We dropped the ball like we did with this book. Anything like that. <laughs> All right, Ross. Let, I, I see now. I see you wearing a mesh tank top, and you look good. So we must be ready to go. Yeah, I just wanted to like blast my pecs a little bit. Yeah, do not hide that body, bro. Do not hide that body. All right. <laughs> Today we're talking season five, episode eleven. Mac and Charlie write a movie. Original air date is December third, two thousand nine. Written by Glenn Howlton and Charlie Day. Directed by Randall Einhorn, Ross hit me with the IMDb summary. After Dee gets cast as an extra in the new M. Night Shyamalan movie, Mac and Charlie see a perfect opportunity to pitch their script, while Frank becomes a casting agent for Dennis. You know what? It sounds like IMDb <laughs> watched the episode this time. I bet you they knew this was coming up for us, and they revised it. Like, somebody came and like made sure <laughs> like it was like good. The day before. <laughs> yeah. Nice, and this came out in 2009. What could be going on in the world in 2009? Well, uh, you know, I feel like Dolph Lundgren gets, like, downplayed in this episode. They they seem to, like, play him as, like, a uh, a washed-up actor of some sort, or, like, a forgotten actor. So I thought I'd give you a title from his 2009 uh, catalog, which is Universal Soldier, the sequel. Oh, the sequel, yes. He was in the sequel to The Universal Soldier, alongside another action star, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes, I believe I've seen this. I'm I'm actually pretty positive I've seen this, yeah. It seems like it's in your catalog of, like, movies that you would watch. I almost want to say I saw this in the theater. I think I may have. Universal Soldier. I put money down (laughs) that you did. (laughs) I haven't seen it in a very, very long time. I believe uh, this is Universal Soldier 2, right? Correct. Mm, I think maybe I've seen the first one in the theater, but I'm sure I've seen this along the way. Uh, has the Action Boys podcast done this? Ep- done this? They did. I think they did Universal Soldier one, maybe. Yeah, definitely one. I don't know if they did two. Oh uh, well, that's we let's, let's look forward to that. Ross, yeah. have you seen a Dolph Lundgren movie? Yeah, Rocky Four, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah, he plays yeah. the icy cold <laughs> Russian. Like. Yeah, right. Yeah. 
He's also in the Expendables. That's one I've seen him in. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he has a huge catalog. I mean, he was the, he was the original Punisher. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, well, I have his IMDb for later when he okay, when sure, they yeah. even mention him because <laughs> yeah, I wanted to give him some light. All right, yeah, it's good. It's good. All right, we'll save it then. Um, all right, let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, cold open, one thirty p.m. on a Thursday in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mac and Charlie are telling Dennis about seeing a security guard instead when D comes in and tells <laughs> the gang that she got a part in a movie. Now, uh, they're starting off here with telling this, like, asinine story that I would be so frustrated with if someone was telling me this. this I w- it's hard to call it a story. Right, because there really is no ending to it, you know? Like, it just, it. it's anticlimactic. Yeah. It, it doesn't go anywhere. So, apparently, they were, they were locked in this, this stairwell in this parking lot for 20 minutes. Who's, what are they doing? Who's car- what are they doing in a parking lot? That's what I was thinking. Like, <laughs> do either why would of them they drive? Need, I, not re- I don't think either of them own a vehicle. Yeah, they don't own a vehicle. They drive. We saw them drive into a brick wall. So they at least know how sure. to kind of drive. I mean, it, that's not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they were in this, and they thought that they were being stalked by a scary homeless man. Right. Right. That when he's about to speak. Oh, how did how did how did he know he was about to speak? <laughs> How do you know that? I saw his mouth move, and then he did talk. <laughs> and then he did. <laughs> yeah, and he says that uh, he's got the key because he's the security guard instead. Now, Russ, this is something we do and say in real life. This All is one the of them. time. Now, Especially now, when there's no other option for <laughs> things to say. Yeah, like, like there, there is no instead. Instead of what? There is nothing to be instead of. Now, uh, Roz, I was thinking about this today, and mm-hmm. why is this funny? What is funny about this? Why do we love this? Um, the security guard instead line. Yeah, like what is it about that line specifically? Because what Charlie is saying, like this guy doesn't have the information that they thought he was like a serial killer, homeless person. So he would never say, "I'm that instead." <laughs> You know? Well, they they don't really depict what he is in the first place. They just assume he's a scare, scary homeless dude, yeah. right? Yeah. So and it's like, they yeah. have no proof of that. So it's like, <laughs> instead of, instead of th- there was nothing to be instead of. <laughs> <laughs> And the <laughs> and why that guy would say that out loud to them is hilarious. That's the thing. The guy saying, in, he's the one that said instead, is such a funny concept. <laughs> I don't know. It's just something so funny about that. He doesn't have all the information. so like Yeah, <laughs> and he know doesn't that. know what they're thinking either. <laughs> well, he said, I'm the security guard. And then the way he pauses, instead. Like, the way he's, the, the delivery is so <laughs> like, good. Like, it's going to be a dramatic drop of some sort. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's so funny, and th- and then Dennis does that beautiful thing where he just recaps mm-hmm. what they were talking about, <laughs> and like just and it like sounds a- so concise and pointless. <laughs> yeah, he just a recap. But the thing, Ross, is that it's it's how you tell the story. I think Charlie's right about that. He is right. Like, yeah, he is in some in some regard. Sure, I would say in all regard. I mean, if you think about it, it Jaws is a movie about a shark that <laughs> kills a bunch of people until a few people band to kill yeah. him instead. <laughs> I was about to say. It t- I was about to say it turned out to be a shark instead. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But unfortunately, the way they told the story was by far the worst part of the story. 
talking over each other and shit. I love the way Dennis like by far the worst part of the story. Like he has this like like this <laughs> fl- like this way he says that that is so funny. It's a great line too. It's, it's just a great line. Well, I, I find that in, an interesting line because as we find out at the end, he's writing a movie about their experience in the parking garage. Correct. That's the twist. And so is he writing that movie to prove that the way they were telling it was the incorrect way and that Dennis had a better way to tell that story? That's a good way to look at it. I didn't think of that. I was just thinking of it as... Cause I he, did because I was high. Well, sure, that's good. <laughs> but he, he, he was phrase, he The way he phrases it uh, at the end, he says, I, right, I get the mother of all twists right here. I've been, it's almost like he's, he's aware of kind of what he's doing in a weird way. Yeah, and and it's and it is funny like w- within like the structure of a like mystery sort of movie like an M Night Shyamalan movie or the, the Sixth Sense or something where when you see it the second time a lot of stuff makes more sense and you can kind of like oh that's oh, why sure. that person was doing that so it is mm-hmm. like interesting where Dennis is on his phone and he's mm-hmm. writing and we'll get to something later on where he says I got my own thing going on and he like kind of shakes his phone. Oh yeah, he always refers to the phone. There's like a little, little hints. There's like yeah, but he like, doesn't tell you why yeah, or yeah, what. Yeah. But it makes more sense on the repeating like oh you see like what he's doing. It's it's interesting like mm-hmm. how they set up this episode. Uh, I would say on the first watch you're kind of looking at Dennis like he's kind of a boring character. Yeah, and like, almost like, what right? is he even doing? Is he texting? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, this is like 2009. There's not much to look, do on your phone. It looks like a Blackberry, doesn't it? What is it? Kind of yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of missed out on all those because I was so late to a, like a, a touchscreen phone yeah, for yeah, so you, long. Yeah, you didn't get one until like 2014 or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> so like uh, that's but about the phone. He's like they even say to him, "You you you're not even paying attention. You're just on your phone. You're t- uh, touching your phone." And this is where Frank walks up, and he sees that he's been rubbing on his phone. You know, the way he phrases <laughs> that, you're rubbing on your yeah. phone. And he wants to like he wants to see the phone, but he doesn't want to touch it because he's got sausage fingers. Uh, but he takes it and does it anyway. Yeah, he does. L- later on, he does. Not here. He doesn't get it out of his hand here. I don't, I don't believe. I, th- I think he does, and then he ri- Dennis rips it right back oh, away. Okay. He's like, "Get your greasy sausage fingers off my touchscreen yeah. phone." He says it like it's such a but it's, like it, a prestigious thing. His hands aren't greasy. See, they're in his shirt. Yeah, he lets his shirt do all the work. <laughs> lets his shirt do all the work, and he has like four to five sausage <laughs> links four. just hanging out of his counter. shirt. Yeah, four sausage. Have you done anything like that? Have you carried food around your pocket like that? Um, no. You never filled your I was just, you never filled your pocket. Who used to fill their pockets up with tater tots at lunch at, and when we went to high school? Like there was somebody who would wear like cargo shorts and they would like fill up the cargo pockets with tater tots at lunch. Oh. And they and then they would eat them like all day during class. Who That's disgusting. That? <laughs> My brother has a story of when he was at, like I don't know, in like first grade or something, he put mashed potatoes in his pocket. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. I like how this high school guy that you remember <laughs> like had the same thought of let me carry a, potatoes a potato in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, tater tots are a little better than mashed potatoes, but I guess you don't need a spoon to get them out of your pocket. <laughs> So so yeah, he's le- he's letting his shirt do all the work, and then this is where D comes in. Guess what, boners? She got a part in a movie, an M. Night Shyamalan movie. I mean, they're stunned. Charlie's like... What? Yeah. What? Like, yeah. he's impressed. She's a featured actor, which means she's featured in the scene. <laughs> Great logic. 
<laughs> it's great. I guess so. It's great I mean, logic. I way mean, to nail that down. That's some justification right there. I did do some work, and we'll get to it later on, about like certain roles within the filmmaking industry. So when that comes up later, I, I do have a, okay. a thing for that. All right, cool, yeah. So, yeah, she's um, she's saying here that she's in an M. Night Shyamalan movie, and Frank wants to know what's an M. Night. And she sees him, like, she sees his sausages because he's, like, taking a bite out of it, and she even goes, gross. Like, when she, like, Oh, yeah, she, she does stop for a second, like, ugh, gross. Yeah. And she explains that he's the Indian filmmaker from Philadelphia. Now, why are you going to specify that he's Indian? Can he just be a filmmaker? Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> like I what? think he... I think he was born in India, yeah, which, so which I guess makes him Indian. He's okay. <laughs> he's still a filmmaker. You know what okay, I mean? Yeah, sure. Like, yeah. He's also an American, I'm sure. Yeah, so. I mean, it's just like, yeah. like yeah. It's, it's interesting that she she uh, uh, specifies, specifies that. Specifies that, yeah. And but uh, he, he did grow up in um, Pennsylvania. Do you have something on M. Night? M. Night was born in Mahi Pondicherry, India, and was raised in a posh suburb called Penn Valley. Of Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, you may know him from such movies as <laughs> The Six Sense, uh, <laughs> Everybody knows The him. Village, Lady in the Water, Signs, do, do Unbreakable. You, uh, do you like his movies? Uh, some of them. Some of them are pretty good, as yeah. I remember. I remember liking Signs. I, I like The Village and The Sixth Sense. I gotta say this. I was, uh, whenever the Signs came out, like, oh, that movie scared me like, i was i'll admit it it scared me it was a little it was a little scary <laughs> yeah but he but he knows how to like uh keep the scary thing like yeah. kind of hidden enough yeah. that you you can't tell what's yeah. going on um you gotta think that he, he's he's good at like the first pass through you're like wow that was a pretty good movie but then when you think about it it's like well really none of that made any sense whatsoever do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I guess you're right, but I, th- I, th- I think they're still enjoyable movies. Science falls apart once you think, like, oh, their weakness is water, so they invade a planet that has a ridiculous amount of water, and it rains. like All the time. Yeah, like, what, like that, their, plan- <laughs> their weakness is water, and they invade a planet that's, like, all water. You know? That's like Superman <laughs> trying to take over Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, uh, it, it falls apart <laughs> right at the end when you're like, really? It could have just rained. <laughs> so, so yeah so uh and then charlie lets him know that he's a true to life slumdog millionaire now ross they're gonna call him a slumdog and stuff the rest of the movie and i gotta say objection extremely racist <laughs> yeah i didn't care for it <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. pretty heavy-handed pretty heavy-handed like the, the slumdog millionaire has nothing to do with him he didn't direct it. No, not, not him, <laughs> not him. Uh, or anything. His really, is it like that movie whatsoever? Like, have you no, seen no. that movie? It's a great movie. Yes, I have. I yeah, saw, it was a great movie. I saw it in the theater when it came out, and I will probably never see it again. I liked it and enjoyed it, but it is way too heavy for me. Dude, it's so depressing. It's too heavy. Like, I, it I, made me so sad. Yeah, I need like an action movie with full penetration. Something like that <laughs> is probably more my style, but I'll just take a movie with full penetration. <laughs> Cut the action. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, like so I did like it, but I like I do like like I, a lot of those like kind of drama movies. Those I'll I just see them once. I like them, but I just can't rewatch them. Like I've watched a, I must have yeah, watched. I can't handle it. I probably watched John Wick 
30 times. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, yeah, like, I, but those are the movies I can't go back to. Uh, Dog did win over 100 awards. Yeah, yeah. And I always, Isn't that crazy? I, I, th- th- for anyone that doesn't know the movie, the, the premise is this person goes on a who wants to be a millionaire type show. And when they get asked the question, they know the answer. And then we have a flashback to see how and why they know the answer. And this, right. the flashbacks are all bad. It's like never good stuff. Like they're always like kind of sad stories. Yeah, one of them's like who's on like the hundred dollar American hundred dollar bill, and you flash back to like dealing drugs and also or something like that, and it's like money's involved, and that's why. I they remember know like that. a septic situation. Yeah, there's all kind. Of, it's it, it's yeah, but it is interesting because sometimes like when Katie and I play Jeopardy on our Alexa, like. I'll know an answer and I'll flash back like, oh, I only know that answer because I saw it in The Simpsons or I only I didn't know that answer because like <laughs> something dumb. You know what I mean? It's kind of like that. That's a good sketch. You know, most things I find like knowledge, like, especially like when trivia questions, it they, the Simpsons taught me all of it. Like they taught yeah. me all like old, dumb, like his like history useless stuff. information useless information. <laughs> they were making fun of stuff from 30 years ago from when that show was airing so it's like yeah. you just learn it yeah you remember when uh, homer has a flashback of caesar chavez <laughs> and he's like why do you look like this other guy and he's like because you don't know what caesar chavez looks <laughs> well, like yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> I think about that like all the time and I don't know why. All right, we digress. We guys back to the okay. episode. Yeah, so uh and uh, they they mentioned like, "Oh yeah, he did that movie The Sixth Sense." And Ross, you're not going to believe this. The twist of that movie cuz he's known for twists. And the twist of mm-hmm. movies, that guy in that movie The Sixth Sense with the hairpiece, that was Bruce Willis the whole time. Um I don't think that's the twi- <laughs> that is not the twist. <laughs> no. That is a great joke. That's an incredible joke that I can't believe you didn't hear before this. This is a six sense stuff for so Th- long. This is like almost like stand up level joke. Yeah, people like, would make fun of the six sense. Like the six sense was like a um a cultural phenomenon. Like everybody saw sure. and I see dead yeah. people. It's still referenced. It's it was huge. Mm-hmm. And that joke of the twist being that it's Bruce Willis the whole time is <laughs> such a great joke. It's 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 incredible. It could be a stand up yeah. joke. Yeah, You're, it's yeah. like it's a that's a retweet for sure. Yeah, yeah, that is a that is push, that is a great great joke. This is where Frank's like, oh wait a minute, like you're gonna be doing a movie, I can be your manager. Um, Frank, you're abusive and you smell like warm meat. I, I want you to leave me alone because <laughs> it's really important to me. No, <laughs> she's right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, she's right. He is abusive. He, I mean, we saw what he his relationship with Dennis when he was uh, pimping out Dennis. That's right. Yes. And remember when uh, D was running for office to that's oppose right. Dennis? That's right. Yes, that's right. That's another time he was a little bit abusive. He, and, and also, he's currently standing there with four sausages in his pocket. So yeah, he smells like warm meat <laughs> yeah, for sure. Check and check. <laughs> check and check. Yeah. Uh, th- th- and when she says this is important to me. Max says this is important to all of us, and this whole thing about like she's like no 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 and they're like well D you involved us like the moment you came the in the moment here, you walked in and, <laughs> and told it, us about the movie yeah like, and they're like you shouldn't have done that and no she shouldn't have done that <laughs> that's always her problem yes like it is. sometimes she has great opportunities remember like the um you know the surrogacy that's true yes yeah. They came in a room with that. Like, they did. Why can't she just keep a secret for herself and just enjoy it? They keep 
they kept coming in the backyard. One came through the the door. One climbed over, and Frank bashed through the fence. It. <laughs> There's a door. Uh, the battering ram. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So yeah, they're, they're, it's in, it's important to all of them, and this is this is good because they, Mac and Charlie are gonna sell M Night their script. Oh, you guys have been working on a movie ever since she came in and mentioned she's in the movie. Now they have, and Mac and Charlie are in lockstep. Like they already, like they each know this without discussing it. Like oh, Charlie's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. what? Like what do you mean or anything? It's like oh yeah, this is obvious. This is happening this is the move right now yeah <laughs> we get a strike with the iron's hot because they're great storytellers <laughs> natural story <laughs> oh yeah nat- nat- natural story by far the worst part of the story <laughs> 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 so then after the opening credits at the movie set d finds out she is not a featured actor she's a featured extra so she walks up here and she starts pulling on a trailer door now uh, she p- thinks she could just pick a trip like like even if you're on the movie, I think you're assigned a trailer. I'm pretty sure. Right, there's a there's a system to it. <laughs> yeah, you sure. start walking up trying to open a trailer, <laughs> and so she's trying to open this trailer, and uh, a man comes up to her, and I believe this would be the AD. Am I right with that in saying that? You are All AD, right. uh, the assistant director. Assistant director Alex Medlin. He was in Grey's Anatomy, Drop Dead Diva, Shameless, Southland, Friends, Standing Still, Happy Hour. Modern Family and Criminal Minds. He's great in this role. Yeah, he like doesn't take anything from that. Yeah, great. Yeah, great voice of reason. Uh, but can she get? A, but uh, can he get D a non fat sugar free vanilla soy latte? Three shots, no foam. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and also, why don't you go ahead and let me in here so I can start my vocal warm ups? Uh, this uh, is so who are you again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he he lets D know that no 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 she's not a fe- featured actor she's a featured extra, and mm-hmm. the difference is that when you're an actor you audition for the role and you have lines. When you're an extra, uh, you, you get your headshot pulled off a desk and you have no lines. Right. That's about right, right? Yeah, this is where I did do a quick Google search. Okay, featured extra is someone who is considered a background performer but is potentially recognizable in the final cut. They are recorded, but they are not speaking. They are not featured in individual shots. They are not interacting with the product itself. And a featured actor is someone who has one or more lines, is not big enough to be a supporting role, and is easily cut from the final version of the movie. If the role stays in the movie... In the final cut, the actor's name does appear in the end credits. Oh, interesting. And while we're at it, yeah, thank you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and while we're at it, I'll give you the role of the AD. Oh, sure, yeah. Because we are seeing him here. Uh, The role of the assistant director of the film includes tracking daily progress against the filmmaking production schedule, arranging logistics, preparing daily call sheets, checking cast and crew, and maintaining order on the set. They have also taken care of health and safety of the crew. So, yeah, as you can see, he's he's running around doing all this, and you can actually see it. He's I, putting in a lot of work. I think AD, I think it is a tough job, and you're basically doing everything that you don't want to bother the director with. Right? Yeah, it's, it's almost like it should be a few people doing that. You know, they might. I think they do sometimes. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it can get really messy. And just like later on, he's like he's directing a pickup a pickup shot scene kind of mm-hmm. thing, and like yeah, they do stuff like that too. Like there's like all kinds of like yeah well yeah it's interesting yeah the 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 assistant director yeah nice ross yeah um and uh so he just basically tells her to go over to the extras tent there's like a tent over there for them 
but you know, how's that coffee situation? Because <laughs> she is hungover. <laughs> Go sit in the tent now. <laughs> that one. Thank you. I I gonna assume they're always like they're in a perpetual state of hungoverness. That's true. I mean, uh, like even before Mac and Charlie go to gather materials, that's right. Part of that is going to get beer. That's right. Like, beer is always sort of an ingredient in whatever they're doing. Well, they're functioning alcoholics. So then, in the back room of Patty's, Mac and Charlie come up with an idea for a movie. This is hard. I mean, because I want the movie to be big, right? You know, and like a box office smash, and we want to put like a lot of meat in the seats. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm thinking, dude? You know what I'm thinking? Something that's happening in Hollywood that's, like, pretty cool. They take an underrated actor, right, whose career's in a slump, and then they make him a star again. Oh, that is awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, so, who is the most underrated actor of all time? It's Dolph Lundgren. Correct. Why? Well, because of his uh, spiky hair and his ice-cold demeanor and his big muscles. Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right, so we have our actor. Okay. Okay, that's great. Now we need a really great role for him. Oh, you know what I was thinking? Scientists are cool. What if he's a scientist? Okay, okay, a muscular scientist. I'm into that. Right. As long as we don't cover up that body with no, a lab coat, bro. dude. He's wearing, like, a hot mesh tank top. I like that. Now, does he, like, fight crime or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fights crime uh, with his brain and his brawn. Should we be writing this down? Let's get this down. All right, this is good. All right. Okay. Brains. Brawn. Brawn. Muscles. Oh! Dude. Yeah. I just got a Shyamalan twist to put in this bad boy. Okay, lay it on me. What if this scientist runs around on all fours? Why would he run on all fours? It's a science experiment with a dog that goes absolutely haywire. Suddenly he wakes up with the ability to run around like a hound. You know? We're not making the lead of our big budget action movie, Half Dog! No, he's not Half Dog, he's All Dog. Then why are we casting Dolph Lundgren? That would be the twist. Dolph Lundgren will be the voice of this dog. That's not a twist. That's a completely different movie about a talking okay, dog scientist okay, with right. the voice of Dolph Lundgren. All right, all right, you know what? Check this out. What if it's a man with a few dog-like qualities like a uh, heightened sense of smell? Oh, Jesus Christ, Charlie. Licking, We're not, there's no, wait, 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 wait a second. A heightened sense of smell? What if he can smell crime? What if he smells crime? What if he can smell a crime before it even happens? Holy shit, dude, that's amazing. Smells crime before it even happens. Yes, dude. What if his entire head is just one big nose? Write that down. I like that. His one big nose on Dolph Lundgren's body. Oh, shit. This is so, this scene is so hilarious. Like, this is a great. I love it. Yeah, like, from every. It's such an easy game, too. Yes. And everything from, like, the way they're positioned. Like, when this scene starts, they're like, they're leaning back. They have a coffee in their hands. A feet are up exactly. on the table. They're just doing like a brainstorming session, kind of like kind of yeah. come up with some ideas. Because Char- Charlie wants the movie to be big, you know, like a box office smash. He's like, yeah, no shit, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, put a lot of meat in the seats, you know. It's like, yeah, that's usually what most movies want to do. Yeah, yeah. Right. Every everyone wants to make a hit movie. Now, uh, so they they're throwing out some ideas here, and they they think about you know. What they're doing in, 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 in Hollywood a lot lately is they're taking an underrated actor and reviving their career. And I think mm-hmm. Mac is talking about, like, uh, Liam Neeson and, like, Taken, that sort of thing. Okay. I think that's what he means by that. I mean, Liam, to me, is had, like, a pretty steady career. I know, but I think he went away for a while, and then they bring him back, like, and then, like, for, like, a cool action movie. You know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. Like, a guy you wouldn't expect, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Although I think you would expect Dolph Lundgren for an action movie. I think you would expect that. No, this is like completely outside of his catalog. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, also, like, uh, what's who played the wrestler? Mickey Rourke. Yeah, I think I think that's um I think that's also what they that's another thing people say for that too, I think. Oh uh, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Didn't he have like a huge lull and then he came back and just smashed Yeah, it? with Iron Man, that's right. I think yeah, he's that's another perfect one. example. That's a good example. Yeah, definitely. So what the so now who Ross, with that information, who is the most mm-hmm. underrated actor in Hollywood? You know, 10 out of 10 times, I'm saying Dolph Lundgren. Correct. This is a thing always something does all the time where like they yeah. ask like <laughs> they a, ask an open ended question. It's such a vague question too. Like it could like <laughs> like you could have any answer. Yeah, like like and it's always could have been a hundred people he named. Yeah. But they're always on the same wavelength. Like they are always sort of in like sync with each other. It's very funny when it comes out in these moments. <laughs> like if I said that to you and then you said the person I was thinking of, I'd be like, Whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, how did you do that? But they're so like matter of fact with things like to them everybody thinks that he is he is the most underrated actor you know what i mean of all time now why is that why do people why is he underrated because of his spiky hair his ice cold demeanor and his big muscles of course (laughs) and um (laughs) his spiky hair is an interesting like I think I would bring up ice cold demeanor and muscles, and I think it would take a long time for me to get the spiky hair. Yeah, I would have said his like Aryan look in general. <laughs> like, Yo, there's he, not too many of those walking around. Yeah, he, and he also just like looks like a movie like action guy kind of thing. I mean, he looks like an action figure. He looks like a Ken doll on steroids. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of perfect does. timing for me to give Dolph Lundgren its credits. Dolph Lundgren, born 1957 from Stockholm, Sweden. He was in Rocky IV, of course, Master of the Universe, Universal Soldier, Johnny Mnemonic, Creed II, Expendables 1, 2, 3, and, of course, as we mentioned, he is part of the Marvel Universe. He is the Punisher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, be great. Does he count as part of the Marvel Universe? That's interesting. I don't, rem- I don't, I don't know if that... No, he definitely does not. Why not? Because um, I think that movie is so old that it's like those movies were made by, like, Marvel would, like, sell someone the rights to make a movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but it's still, like, a Marvel character, right? I mean, uh, people mention... He's mentioned, I mean, yeah, it's but... It's not like they invented an entirely new character called the Punisher. That would be confusing. I mean, yeah, he played a Marvel <laughs> anti-hero. Yeah, he, I mean, he did, yeah. Uh, so, they're, okay, they're still brainstorming. They're trying to come up with an idea. So, they're going to cast off Lundgren. Great, we got our actor. Great. Now, we need a cool role for him. Hey, you know what's been? What's kind of cool is scientists. Scientists are pretty cool. All right, I'm into that. As long as we don't cover up that <laughs> body with a lab coat, bro. His Mac with the body mass. <laughs> it's interesting that they they say like it, in some ways I feel like wouldn't Charlie and Mac think scientists are nerds? I think Mac would definitely think he's a nerd and hate it. And like 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 because uh, science is a liar sometimes. For sure, he. Does not care for science. No. So it's interesting that he's like, yeah, okay, science. But so he's a scientist. What does he do? Does he does he fight crime? Yeah, he fights crime with his brain and his brawn. Brain and his brawn is such a funny thing. It's like, well, then what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> he's just unstoppable. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, <laughs> what? Like he's like, his brain and his brawn. It's like, well, well, how is this interesting? Why do we care about this guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
And I lo- there's this great moment where they go, should we be writing this down? They get this, like, we get something here. Yeah, they start clicking, and they get so excited. And their excitement is, to me, is like, like, like giggling infectious it's like yeah they, they get excited so you get excited you know what i mean it's like <laughs> oh shit like we're doing this like like this is happening it's coming together you know oh for sure and uh charlie's got another idea though once if he like ran around on all fours he does this like great running motion yeah this is uh charlie's shyamalan twist that's right his shyamalan Shy- now, which yeah. none of them really understand the Shyamalan. Oh, we should say that. We should say. Yeah, we should get that away too. That they. I guess it I, started earlier when Charlie pointed out the Bruce Willis thing. That was like the beginning of the we don't understand the Shyamalan twist game. Or, or even I would say they don't really understand what a twist is. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't need to be the Shyamalan twist. It's just a twist in general. Yeah. Any twist. <laughs> I don't think they really understand because because he wants he wants this guy to. Um, uh, uh, to run around all fours and 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 he's like you know max pushing back like there's no way we could have our lead of the film running around on all fours and this is great where he goes you can't have him be a half dog no dude he's not half dog no, he's he's all dog that's a great so, all dog that's just a great like <laughs> like because <laughs> that's the twist you know what i mean it's like that's a yeah. different movie. <laughs> it's like Dolph Lundgren will be the voice of this dog. <laughs> he's like, now he's not to lose it. Like, they yeah. do, like they. That's an always same thing where they're in sync, and then they they kind of they kind of have like an argument. They kind of come undone a little bit, and then they get back in sync. It happens all the time. But that's a that's the game of the scene over and over again. Yes, they they come together, and then yes. Charlie goes haywire, and then they come back together again. So he's frustrated with this. This sounds like a completely different movie, but and then it's great where he's like, you know, well maybe you could just have like dog like qualities, like uh, like sense of smell, like smelling or licking. Licking is the second dog like quality. Heightened sense of smell. What if he smells crime? What if he <laughs> smells crime? This is again. This is again. This is infectious. <laughs> like the way Mac like. He absorbs that information and gets so happy and excited, like, like and it's also yeah. like, it's also like, he, you know, sense, uh, smelling, and he goes, wait, 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 what'd you just say? And then Charlie doesn't repeat smelling, he just goes- No, he makes the leap. He makes the leap of what Mac is gonna do, yeah. Now, Ross, what would you do if I told you that right now you could go on Amazon and watch a TV show from Russia called The Sniffer, where a detective solves crime- Using his sense of smell. Probably not go watch it. I don't know. <laughs> that is a real TV show that you can watch right now on Amazon called The Sniffer. A detective, like, smells a crime scene and then, like, can figure out, like, what happened. I, I went on um, Always Sunny Wiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that Always Sunny Wiki fandom thing? Yeah. And they were saying this is the plot to Minority Report? Well, no, not yet. The, the, I was going to say because... Charlie has even because that the Sniffer show is not exactly like this premise because Charlie adds that he can smell crime before it happens. That part is like Minority Report. Have you seen? You have not seen Minority Report? No, I haven't. They do this thing where in the future they have these like people that are these sort of like psychic things, and they can they can like basically read everyone's mind kind of thing. And if you think about. Oh, they, not read everyone's mind. I think they can see slightly into the future. And if they see someone killing someone, they tell like a cops about it and they come and they arrest you before you do it. 
They stop. Whoa. They stop murders before they happen. I guess they stop premeditated situations. They're called pre-crime. It's called the pre-crime unit. Unit in the movie. Oh wow! <laughs> and and they they and you know and there's this whole thing where they see a murder and it's one of the pre-crime. It's Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. They like you're a murderer. Like and then he's like no no I did and then he goes like on the run, but he has to prove his innocence kind of thing. Oh. It's pretty good, actually. It's pretty good. Oh, maybe I'll check it out. You won't. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so Ch- yeah, then Charlie adds the, the before it happens, and, but he's also kind of thinking to himself, like, yes, yes, a giant nose on Dolph Lundgren's body. Oh, Mac is so besides himself. Enti- his entire head being one big nose. Now, Mac kind of does compromise on this later on. We're gonna see that he kind of does compromise this on the poster. Yes, but that is cra- <laughs> that's crazy. That is a terrible idea, though. His head is just one entire <laughs> nose. It's like how did he even get? How did he even get there from the like? That's like he, that's he a was huge heightening leap. his own thought. <laughs> yeah, it's too much though. Yeah. We we then see Dee sleeping in the extras tent when Dennis and Frank show up first, with Mac and Charlie popping in a few min- moments later. Uh, so Frank come Frank comes in and Frank is Dennis's agent. So he did you know they, they don't, you don't see this at the beginning, but then you find out like he must have approached Dennis. Yeah, kind of sidles uh, into Dennis and gets in there and yeah. becomes his agent. And you know it's not a bad move because we see Frank putting in a lot of work. Yeah, Frank does more work here than he usually does, and that's why he quits at the end because he's putting into a yeah. Work. <laughs> he realizes he's doing all the work. <laughs> yeah, which is what he was trying to avoid. And this whole scene. Dennis is typing on his phone. He's not really paying attention to anybody, mm-hmm. and you yeah, don't know. Very it, dismissive too. You don't know until later, and on the second watch through, he's writing the script. He's in the middle of writing the script right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, they come in, and and you can't just walk into the extras tent and then get a part in a movie. Li- D is like really <laughs> trying to make it seem like this is an exclusive yeah. thing. She's yeah. really trying to hold on to this as like, no, she's worked for this. Like, right, yeah. She deserves this. They and wanted her specifically, she thinks. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And as we find out, and it's true, like, I mean, the AD said it himself, <laughs> you, we just picked, picked you off a yeah. pile of headshots. And I love this. I love the 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 quickness of you can't walk in here and get a part in a movie. Hey, can my client hand me a part in your movie? Yeah, sure. It's like, <laughs> it's like it happens like so. It's like, a piece like, of paper. <laughs> and, and Dennis is like, you fill it out. Yeah, and he does. And he does. You see him grab. He pulls out a pen. And D D comes up to the AD and she wants to know her part, like what she's doing in this movie. And he looks it up and she's a corpse. Oh, like a like a zombie roaming through the streets looking for a brain. Nope, just like a dead corpse, dead body. I like how she's like digging for this like role that isn't even there. I know. Yeah, like anything she can kind of get. Like, yeah, exactly. Like anything she needs to be active and like talking. <laughs> you know what I mean? She needs to. Yeah, get, she know. needs to make herself physically part of this movie more than she is. She's coming off. It's coming off desperate. <laughs> so <laughs> desperate. Yeah. It's sad, kind of. Hollywood! Hollywood! We got a Hollywood yeah, situation. <laughs> Mac and Charlie come rolling in with their loose yellow papers. Loose <laughs> yellow papers. And they're just singing Hollywood. They want, a, Hollywood. A, they want a fist bump from Dennis. Charlie does. It's very similar to the fist bump with the McBoyles. I was going to say. He's like, yeah. bump it. Bump That's it. the last time we saw a bump it. We haven't seen the McBoyles in a while. Like a no. stupidly I long mean, time. I don't think we didn't see them all season. And we're still think. not. They're not in the next episode, yeah. so yeah. 
No. So yeah, so bump it. Dennis doesn't want to bump it. They want to. Dennis is like, you know, how's the writing, this and that, and they're not gonna write it. They're not gonna write it. They just sort of they're gonna pitch it. That's their new plan of attack. Yeah, they're gonna skip the writing. They're just gonna go right to the pitching. This I understand. From them, yes, I do understand. When somebody like says like, I later on we'll get to, it, but like when someone says like, I'm a big pitcher kind of person, like that's like me, like. Like I don't like I don't think I could really write anything, but I get ideas for days. If you want to take that and make, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what separates people like us <laughs> from people that actually make movies. That's so. I know, I know, I know. What, for me, like, what I wish is so like the entire video game industry to come to me and say, Eric, how do we make the best? Yeah, how do we make the best video game ever? And I would tell them because I know. <laughs> yes, you, know what I mean? you could. You could make a great video game. I, but I, and I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Yes, I like that. Would be like I'm like like, uh, it's crazy. So yeah, it's same thing. It's like yeah. Why don't they just ask me how to do the action scenes? <laughs> you know, like Max says he could do actions better. I'm like, I, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you do video game testing once uh, for like <laughs> no, a survey thing no, or whatever? It wasn't video focus game. group thing. This was a focus group. It wasn't testing. We didn't play the game. We just like were talking about what kind of games we like, and then we saw videos of the game. It was this game called Steep. S T E E P. It's a snowboarding. You know for game. sure that was the game. Yo, yeah, hundred percent. It's out. It's you could get it. It's called Steep. It's a snowboarding game. It, it looks bad and probably is bad. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It not, it's not really my style, and it just was, like, just nothing. It was just nothing. Just I don't know. relatively boring yeah. gameplay. And so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, a fo- it was a focus group. I made a cool $100 for that. Kind of worth it. Yeah, so they're just going to do this sort of pitch thing, and they're looking around for M. Night. And uh, Frank offers the – because you know, they think, like, oh, like, they're saying to them – you hit a brick wall is why you're doing yeah. this. You can't write it is why you're doing mm-hmm. this. And Frank yeah. offers his client, Dennis, his assistance. They say, you know, and Dennis is good at words. He is awesome at coming up with good words. What was so that? What was by that? deduction, he could write a movie? Like, is that the logic? Well, Matt, and remember Mac when they broke up? He was like, you know, you're good at coming up with that's like up a, with good uh, words, wor- dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You couldn't think of the word words. You got to work on your chemistry. You can help me. <laughs> So yeah, they want to go to Dennis for words, and but and it does like they do a they never really mention it that much, but it's it's supposed to be very hot, like everyone's hot inside the tent, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, we let's get some place with a, some AC, let's let's do this like like let's have this meeting with Dennis, but let's do it somewhere where it's cooler. And, you know, leave that to Frank. Uh, before we exit the scene, I do want to talk about two more roles that were introduced. Oh, yeah. Agent and producer. Agent and producer. Okay, so, let's hear it. A producer is the person responsible for finding and launching a project, arranging financing, hiring writers, a director, and key members of the creative team, and overseeing all elements of pre-production, production, post-production, and rights up to release. All right, so, yeah. That seems like a lot of work in itself also. Right? Yeah, I'd rather be an executive producer. I don't think they do anything. Yeah, that seems like <laughs> like a step back into, yeah. like, yeah, I'll yeah. do shit. I hired the other guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So talent agents, which is what Frank is playing in this episode, finds jobs for the actors they represent. More specifically, acting agents submit their clients to, for auditions. They pitch them for roles and follow up on submissions and auditions. They negotiate better pay. 
and contracts and renegotiate existing contracts. We see Frank doing some of this yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Especially with Dennis with the blood. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Frank negotiates that. And we're going to cut to where he got them a trailer, where Dee could not get into a trailer. Like, Dee not taking Frank as her manager. I think they're, like, really illustrating, like, all the things Dee is trying to do, Frank is, like, doing the opposite of. Yeah. He's, like, a middleman. Like, yeah. it's worth... Because he got a trailer. It's just, like, yeah. how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes it's worth paying for things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so this next scene here, too, this is a very long scene, but I, I cut it into two parts. I cut it into the pitch that they make and then Dennis's notes. Perfect. We cut to a trailer where Mac and Charlie pitch their movie to Dennis. And they got this yellow paper all over the place. Like, Russell, did not written on yellow paper? Where's the yellow paper coming from? You use yellow... You're holding up, I, on the Zoom here, you're holding up a yellow paper. What is up with that? It's a legal pad. What the it's hell does that mean? Everything else is illegal? Correct. <laughs> Ross, I've been doing it wrong for years then. I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> it's just like a y- yellow pad of paper. Why? <laughs> I gotta know why. I mean, they sell white paper also. I just happened to find that before I saw the <laughs> white one, so I just grabbed it. I don't know. It's, I, I literally, as I work, I just write notes that I need temporarily and just throw it away after. Maybe this is a maybe this is a me thing. Um, yeah. I don't know if you, do you, you listen to the Allison Rosen show still. Um, not in a long, long time. Uh, you know they do the thing where it's like me, you, or everyone. Like, do I just think this, or does everyone? I find yellow paper and even the color yellow to be kind of dingy sometimes. Like that yellow paper looks dingy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks like uh, it looks like like <laughs> dirty and unprofessional. And I, that's that's <laughs> legal paper. It's crazy. <laughs> I know what you're th- I know what you're saying. Yeah. It does look a little bit dingy, but like I know what I'm using it for. I'm not presenting it to anybody. It's <laughs> yeah. just for me. You're not going to pitch me a movie with that? Not tonight. No. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have on all this yellow paper all over the place? Uh, it's hard to tell because we don't actually see any of it, but yeah. there's tons of paper. There's a lot of paper. <laughs> yeah. it, that could, like, if they typed it out, be a movie. <laughs> yeah, a lot of paper. I feel like the paper just says, like, they say, like, one thing on them, like, nose. and Yeah, like, yeah. smells. Next yeah. page, crime. <laughs> Next page. So, yeah, so... They're talking here about a prequel movie, a prequel to The Sixth Sense, entitled The Fifth Sense. That makes sense. I mean, that makes sense. Is that a pun? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Were you trying to do a pun there? <laughs> uh, no no pun intended. And no, okay. and no pun taken. Well, pun received. <laughs> they Now... They're, they're calling this a prequel to The Sixth Sense, and their movie has way? nothing to do <laughs> with this. Yeah, in what way? It has nothing to do with The Sixth Sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so they get they get into the pitch here. We start we start with Charlie's pitch, and Mac puts a like tape recorder up, and it's playing this like om- this music. Dramatic om- music. Dramatic music, right. yeah, yeah, dramatic music. And so picture this, a super ripped, super smart, scientist in a mesh tank top named Dr. Dolph Lundgren. No, that's that's not his name. He's played by Dolph Lundgren. That's not the character's name. Here's that thing again where they're on the same page. There's a little breakdown but, between them. But not. Yeah. And then they go back. Like, like so the breakdown between them, like, they have this discussion about, well, it's confusing to, like, 
call someone a different name. You, you know what I mean? Like, just be his name. Like, why? It's it's funny because it kind of makes sense at the same time. It's like, what if the if the actor is named Dolph Lundgren <laughs> and we know that's Dolph Lundgren just by sight on scene, it would be more confusing to make up a different name <laughs> for him. <laughs> that's crazy though because they're he's playing like a fictional character. He's not Dolph Lundgren. Right. <laughs> the yeah, actor is... Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> Yeah, this is not a, a like a biographical <laughs> movie. Like, like, um, Fiance Katie when she was like really little, she like used to think that everyone's character name with it was also their real name. And when she found out like it wasn't, she was like, "Why?" Like her mind was blown. Like, why? Like, why not just call them by their real names? Like you're making it up. Then the actor would have to be the same character. Yeah, exactly. It would like it would be like, how do you separate? That didn't make sense to her. No, she was real. Li- I mean, she was a child. She was real little. Oh, she's stupid. Child. Yeah, this is like a couple weeks ago. I'm no, just no, kidding. No, no, no. Love you, fancy <laughs> kidding. <laughs> uh, me too. No. Uh, so, and also, and also, uh, this is so obvious. I mean, it's obvious to us being always sunny fans and just knowing. But it's meta. They're talking about themselves. These are two characters, Charlie Day and Charlie Kelly, and mm-hmm. Rob McElhenney, Mac. Mac. Those are their real names. Like, Mac and yeah. Charlie are their real names. Yeah. It is weird in a little meta way that yeah. they are Charlie I mean, Charlie it's so obvious. Mac, it's, yeah. like, stupid to even say it. It's kind of like, yeah, yeah, we know. I, you know I feel I mean? like that, that would be an IMDb trivia It or is something. not. and It's actually not on there. And it's, it's oh, actually, you know what? Is it? No, it's not. It's not. I think it's on the wiki fandom. It's on the wiki fandom, but it's not on the... It's it's passable. Russ, stop looking at the wiki one, because I use that one sometimes, too. I think you're cheating. I have a feeling you're cheating on the IMDb. Well, I just want to make sure the stuff I'm... I I look for specific things that I want to know Okay. when I look at wiki fandom. I skip over the other stuff. Next time a teacher catches you cheating, use that excuse. I just want to know things that I specifically want to (laughs) know. A teacher? (laughs) What do you think my life is like? Yeah, you're not. You're in high school, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a senior again, but this time I'm passing, bro. Uh, yeah. So, uh, they get this little breakdown about the name, and then they get back into it. But, but Mac picks up. I like how Mac picks it up from here, and the music's still going. But he's doing the same movie what is that like a movie trailer voice yeah actually i i did look it up within our lifetime there's probably been four people yeah that that do like the movie preview voice in a world these four people red pepper don lafontaine hal douglas and mark elliott if you've ever watched a movie trailer one of those four guys have done it great names red pepper he sounds like a like a D &D that's gotta be fake right (laughs) i mean (laughs) It's an incredible name. Don LaFontaine. That's an awesome name. You sound like that you're sounds like, like a, you sound like, like a, a, a captain of a train. <laughs> <laughs> captain Don LaFontaine. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow, cool. Yeah, Ross, you did a lot of work this episode. You know what? I'm going to send you an always sunny pin. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but don't because I have too many. So Mac picks up here. Uh, it's a it's a it's a it's a doctor played by Dolph Lundgren, and this guy blew off his nose. Now, this is funny. We get new information here about the movie. Yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> he blew off his new. nose, and he gets reconstructive surgery, and he finds out that he smells something that stinks. Cry. <laughs> I love the way he does that. Like cry. <laughs> 
fucking like it's so good like <laughs> like he's such a long draw out he thinks he's doing something like profound there like he thinks he's saying oh, sure. something's gonna blow your mind and it kind of does like dennis is into it <laughs> yeah and, this doctor and, but, smells crime well before we get there, that's kind of i i put that into the next scene because uh, oh, oh yeah no I no actually so. you know you're, you're right. right no 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 you're right I pick up I pick up where Dennis right when he starts with with the advice so you're right so yeah he said he, yeah he's kind of is into it he's supposed to crime but also he could possibly be running around on all fours like a hound that's not set in stone Mac objects right away no he doesn't <laughs> like a hound I love the term a hound <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's where they got the smell the hound you know the hounds are known for the sense of smell yeah it does but now but now it's something about him be his nose getting blown off and having reconstructive surgery <laughs> Like, the dog <laughs> part is kind of not there. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense now. <laughs> yeah, it part. doesn't make any sense now. So then, after Dennis hears the pitch, he gives Mac and Charlie a sexual punch-up. And for everyone listening, this is the clip, obviously. This doctor smells crime. Possibly also runs around like a hound. No, he doesn't run around like a hound. I was just saying, don't rule it out. It's possible. I, I didn't agree to that. It's not in any of he our notes. He might run around like a hound. What do you think? Okay, uh, <laughs> All right, first things first, you guys got to type some of this shit out and get organized, for Christ's sakes. Get your shit together. Come on. I mean, that's ridiculous. Now, in terms of the story, uh, clearly, it's brilliant. It's amazing. Great idea. And I like it a lot. Brilliant idea. But there is one critical element that's missing. It needs a sexual punch-up. We need to get a female lead character in there that Dolph can bang throughout the whole movie. Yeah, I kind of hate women, though. Oh. I feel like they just slow action movies down, too. Right. No, Maxie, you're dead wrong on that. Mm. You're dead wrong. See... One of the problems with Shyamalan's movies is that they lack a certain eroticism. What if we were to bring uh, an incredibly hot but skeptical female lab partner into the mix? And then that way, whenever Dolph's not out busting heads because he smelled crime, he's back at the lab performing outrageous sexual experiments on her supple young body. Now, here's the twist, and there is a twist. We show it. We show all of it. Because what's the one major thing missing from all action movies these days, guys? Full penetration. Guys, we're going to show full penetration, and we're going to show a lot of it. I mean, we're talking, you know, graphic scenes of Dolph Lundgren really going to town on this hot young lab tech. From behind, 69, anal, vaginal, cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, all the hits, all the big ones, all the good ones. And then he smells crime again. He's out busting heads. Then he's back to the lab for some more full penetration. Smells crime, back to the lab, full penetration, crime, penetration, crime, full penetration, crime, penetration. And this goes on and on and back and forth for 90 or so minutes until the movie just sort of ends. That is brilliant. That is the most brilliant movie I've ever heard in my life. I think audiences are going to be very uncomfortable seeing... Dolph Lundgren's naked penis going into this young girl that you're talking about. Yeah, just to be clear, though, I don't care either way. Well, it was worth it, you seconds. know, because we got the chick thing out of it. Yeah, so this 30 is good. Seconds, you did. Okay. Is... All right, well, maybe we should type this stuff up and then... Yeah, get Frank, it we'll, 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 we'll get another okay. technique. And think about all. the representation. Definitely, okay. Dude, definitely. Okay. Don't have to rep uh, Just rep me. All right, let me just get all this stuff. We're not a writing. Okay, we good? Yeah. We're good. Okay. Okay, we good? Yeah, Go ahead, good. Charlie. Okay, and we'll get we'll get to Frank. I like better when I don't have to Okay. Okay, cool. That scene was brilliant. Incredible. 
<laughs> the most brilliant thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Now, what a great agent Frank is for backing Dennis up. Yes, on every thought he says. Yes, in this yes, absolutely. Episode. Yes. Now, th- th- this this is my all. I think this is my all time favorite monologue. My just like my oh, favorite. Yeah. Like this is the. There's everything about the choices made in this section is like. I could not think like there could never be a better choice of how they play this. Like, mm-hmm. like first of all, Dennis is being like Dennis going now in terms of your story. Obviously, it's brilliant. Like he likes their <laughs> story. He likes what they said. Like is that it's not- a zig when you think he's gonna zag? It's incredible. It it, it sets everything that he- happens after this. It's like it, it it is such like a great like. And also, like, this is why they're friends. Do you know what I mean? Right. It's they're like, always on the same page. Yeah. Like, like the fact that he they like that nonsense, like true nonsense that they were just saying. <laughs> it's hardly anything. It's hardly anything. All they have is, like, an idea that yeah. needs a story now. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and Dennis's acting, like, Glenn Howerton's acting in this scene cannot be understated. Like... You believe this guy is saying this stuff and like his, like if he means I, it. his body language. Like if I was a detective and, and someone's body, like he's saying so much with just his body language. It's like it's yeah. it's so incredible. So he 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 comes up and he he says, you know, the story is good, but it need you know everyone just heard it, so we should just be saying our our favorite parts here. He wants to come up with a sexual punch up. You know, like, like, a, like, a, like, but Mac dislikes women. Well, yeah, Mac kind of hates women, so, and he doesn't look like, <laughs> mm, so, you know, like, you know, he feels like they <laughs> slow action movies down. And this is very, this is a very on brand Mac statement. Yeah, it is an on brand Mac thing. And Charlie kind of agrees with him. He kind of goes, like, oh, yeah, like, uh, he doesn't agree at first, and then he he's like, "Yeah, right, dude. They do slow ma- action movies down." But but that's when Dennis Ma- is like, "See, Mac, <laughs> I want to You're dead wrong on that. <laughs> you're dead wrong, and I'll tell you why. Like like the way he says it, like you're dead wrong on that. You're dead wrong, and, I, and I'll tell you why. Like it's so dismissive. Like you're dead wrong. Like the term dead wrong. Like you are completely and utterly wrong. Like you are stupid." You know what I mean? Like, like beyond wrong, beyond, beyond wrong. Like, wrong. You're so wrong. You're in the negative. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, like the, there's something about that. You're dead. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, it makes me laugh and it stays in my head. You're dead wrong about that. You're dead wrong. And I and I'll tell you why. And it's, such it, like, <laughs> it's such a shutdown. It's such a shutdown. Such a shutdown. You're dead wrong. <laughs> like, if you're talking to someone and they have an idea, you're yeah. dead wrong on that. They're they're stunned. Yeah, and, and like, there's no coming back from that for them. And yeah, you like you're dead wrong. As in, like, I w- I won't hear any more arguments about it i won't hear you try to defend it like yeah you don't get a rebuttal no it's over like you're dead wrong (laughs) (laughs) it's something like so i i don't know it's a choice of words i love it but he he backs it up with like some a a little bit of logic you know he says you know shia milan's movies lack a certain eroticism eroticism yeah i would say they do bring in a skeptical female lap partner into the mix yeah yeah a a hot but young a hot but skeptical uh, skeleton. How do you say? <laughs> skeptical. Skeptical. <laughs> yeah, lap- it sounds like we're talking about a uh, Doctor Agent Scully. Yes, and 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 I know what he means by that character. Like that type of character is in a lot of things, like bones, for instance. You know what I mean? You get the person that's like they like the two opposites. 
Do you know what I mean? Like Rizzolian Isles. Rizzolian Isles. I don't know if that's true, but Rizzolian Isles. I did watch a little bit of Bones, but yeah, Rizzolian Isles. <laughs> like, 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 yes, the, 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 what he, I know what he means by that character. And it could be male or female, but there's always some sort of like, sure. Cause your character Dynamic of opposites. Yeah. Your character needs a pushback. Your character needs someone to bounce off of, you know? Right. And they're going to bring this in and she'll be there for, for the, the way he says this, dude, outrageous sexual dude, experiments. Like, that's like my like the f- <laughs> my favorite word he says in that outrageous. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. She'll be there for him to perform outrageous sexual experiments. What does he mean? Exper- what does he mean by that? I guess because he's a scientist, like everything <laughs> he does has to have a scientific approach. That's, I, I guess. Didn't think of that. That's good. That's a good reasoning. Yeah, I, I was like sexual experiments. What is going on? Here, yeah, on her supple young body. Her supple young body, like the I, his, the way he is talking is insane. Everything about it, everything, everything about truly it, truly everything it's a, about it. It's an impeccable it. delivery. Yes, it's like I wonder how many times this took. Like, what was going on here? Like, I don't know. He's I, I, in the zone. I, yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Like, he's so in the zone that. Even if Charlie, he is kind of breaking a little bit sometimes, like mm, yeah. he's kind of giving a face. I think Glenn's powering through it because yeah. it's such a great monologue for him. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I would want to do this at an audition. You know, you have to do like yes. a monologue. Yes, I would love <laughs> Imagine they listen to that and they're like, yeah. you're the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome aboard, Captain. Like, so, yeah. So, and this now, the outrageous part is good, but this to me, dude, this is my favorite part. This And this is stuff I think about, I say and think about all the time. Now, here's the twist. And there, and there is, is a, a twist. twist. Like, that, like, adding up <laughs> in there is a t- You know, here's the twist. And he, like, kind of like, licks his lips a little bit, and he leans forward, and he kind of adjusts himself, like... He's making a show of it. Yeah, like, it's, like, every, his body language, like, there's a twist. And there is a and twist. there is a like, twist. Like, the way he says, and there is a twist. Like, there's something about that. It's incredible. And there mm. is a twist. And, and the twist is, and he's like, the way he's like, we show it. We show all of it. Like, the way he's, like, he's pausing, and, like, the way he's, like... He's he's saying something that he thinks is blowing their minds. And I mean, we're talking, you know, graphic scenes of Dolph Lundgren really going to town in this young, this lab subtle tech. young, yeah, this, yeah, lab tech, yeah, this <laughs> subtle young lab tech, yeah. And, and like from behind, sixty-nine <laughs> yeah, anal, vaginal cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, all the hits, all the big ones, all the good ones. Well, on, and I well, know, wait, like, we stop, okay, we stop, I gotta talk about. We gotta, go, we gotta go piece by piece. I gotta go piece by piece because again, okay. now he gets he he launches into this like rhythm of like naming all the things, and he mm-hmm. gets excited, and he kind of like laughs at the end, like all the hits, all the good ones. Like, he's like he's like really excited and into this now. It's like the uh, ramp up is so good. I'm just gonna say it now. My favorite line <laughs> is all the hits, all, all the, the big ones, that's all another, the good ones. That's another thing that's in my mind when I like list something or I say something. Yeah, all the hits, all the big ones. Like you finish whatever list with that. All the yes. hits, all the big ones. <laughs> yes, like. And like to list sexual things as to to all say hits, sexual positions are hits all the good ones. <laughs> yeah. and it's, you know what I mean? It's probably because the age we're growing up in. But like, I we're all adults here. We have all watched pornography. Yeah, I think we know what he's talking about. Yeah, like like the mainstays, the ones. Yeah, the the positions yes, we are all a progression. With. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the hits, all the good ones, and like 
and just to, to to call those hits is a very funny. Yes. And he does this thing with his it's hand. It's like, now that's what I call porn. <laughs> yeah, like, it'd be, like, list, like, the words listed, like, as it's, like, a floating, like, by him. Like, oh, he's, like. And, and, and the way, then he does this thing where you flip with his hands, like, then he smells crime. He's out busting heads. He's back to the lab for full penetration. And he goes to this thing of penetration, crime, penetration, full penetration. Like, they say penetration. He says, like, penetration, crime, penetration. And then he reminds them it's. Full penetration and back to crime penetration. It's like, <laughs> I would love to know how much of that was on the fly, how much of that was actually in the script. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it is so, like, the way, and, like, that on paper <laughs> and then him performing it are two completely different things. Like, his inflection, his acting, his, like, it's mm-hmm. it's, it's so much in the delivery here. It's unbelievable. It's truly amazing. I wish I could, I, I wish, like, when we did improv, like, I wish I could act like this in an improv scene. I'm too goofy. I laugh too much. I break too much. Yeah, I, I feel like there's also a thing in, in improv where we can't really go on full monologues like this too often. Well, oh, shoot. I was going to say that, too. Now, the, another brilliant choice about this is that it is a monologue. Charlie and Mac do not chime in. Yeah. It, it, you know what I mean? Like, this it's is a, written a full, as like, a monologue. One minute of Dennis talking. Dennis talking, yes. The, and the, to have it talking unbroken is a mm-hmm. great choice for this. Yeah, because it's so long, it's so bizarre, it's so weird and graphic. Yeah, it's you, like, you would never get through this in an improv scene. Like, ever, someone would no. stop and ask a question or, like, try to get you on something. You know what I mean? Try to yeah, they'll be like, oh, you said a word wrong. Let's yeah. focus on that for 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And and then, you know, this, this crime penetration sort of back and forth goes on about 90 or so minutes until the movie just sort of ends. Now, what is that? Like, what is this movie? Like, it's a porn, right? Now it's a porn. <laughs> I mean, it, it truly is like a three-second beat. It's like uh, this incredible pause, and then Frank thinks that's brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. that is that choice is mind-blowingly funny. You're right. To double down on something bizarre. No one at any point of this meeting or anything has disagreed or thought that the idea is like... <laughs> yeah, like that's right. All, yeah. like, every, <laughs> all the craziness is good. Yeah, I mean, it's one big yes and. Yes. All the crazy. Yes. And is. that's why we're having fun. That's Yes, that's why it's propelling and we're going for it. Yeah, Frank... Loves this. It's the most brilliant idea. <laughs> the most brilliant movie he's ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and, but Charlie does do a little bit of pushback. He's not sure if people are going to want to see Dolph Lundgren's naked penis going into this young girl you're talking about. <laughs> well, he freezes yeah, just, that too. <laughs> yeah, but just to be clear, though, Dennis doesn't care about any of this. Yeah, yeah. Dennis says, oh, yeah, we, we should establish earlier he has this attitude that Frank likes, that is non-caring attitude. Yeah, it's like this, it. like, bullshit, like, yeah. I don't give a shit attitude. But they, they, they do they do take the notes, and they're like, okay, well, we'll go back and we'll work on this. Thank you for that, like, that addition, the punch-up. Now, before we leave, we have to establish, do Mac and Charlie like this idea? I, they seem to, yes, because later on, it's in the movie. Later on, it's in the movie, but they are a little bit weird. <laughs> Charlie does say, like, are people going to like this? Like, <laughs> yeah. is that yeah. going to make them uncomfortable? Because it's sort of making Charlie uncomfortable a little right. bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they, 
I think they do kind of like a compromise. Like, okay, yeah, we'll have the full penetration, but we'll also have a story. Okay, good. I, I think is there. Th- that's their what compromise. I think we're landing on. But yeah, I think it's important to say that before we leave the scene. And but and too, like on the way out of this scene, they we get a, a nice little Charlie trying to box out Mac and Mac trying to box out Charlie on the. Yeah, they're trying to <laughs> squeeze each other out of the deal. I mean, they're so despicable. They're just well, so despicable. That's what they are, dude. So then at the library. Mac and Charlie attempt to write their script and decide to get some outside help. Did you notice this library? Yeah, it was the the free library. The was it called free library or something like that? Yeah, that that's the sign above it. Yeah, but I did see the Charles Santore oh, Library, right. yeah, which yeah, yeah, is nine thirty two South Street in Philly. So it is a real library that they shot from the outside, which I think is cool because this season we've seen some shots, exterior shots of the outside still. So they are keeping that in the mix. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, uh, we'll put that on the walking tour. Speaking of which, oh my goodness, I'm so stupid. I totally, I totally forgot to mention. It. I was so, t- I was like so excited to talk about Dennis's monologue. That Ross, the coffee, Ross, he's holding a coffee cup this whole, that whole scene. Like, the coffee cup is, like, sort of part of it, too. Like, the way he's holding it and doing stuff with it. Oh, yeah, and he adjusts himself in the seat. Yeah, and it, that coffee cup is from the Philadelphia Java Company, the place where the waitress works. The Java Company? Yeah, it's on, it's on the, uh, it's on, it, you can. Okay, it, yeah, the, yeah, that's uh, the waitress's yeah, the coffee wait, shop. Yeah, the waitress's coffee shop. That's where the coffee's from. Damn, we gotta go there. Yeah, that's on the, yeah, that, that'd be number one on the list. And then we'll walk to the library, and then we'll walk to um, Dave and Buster's. <laughs> 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 well, what do you say sometime, maybe in the fall, we take like a weekend and go to Philadelphia? I would love it. I would love Is to. Is that wacky and too wild for you? Um... I never been outside of. We can edit all of this out. Maybe if you, just, maybe, I'm literally maybe talking if you like you. knock me out and put me in the trunk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we should do it. <laughs> all right. Yeah, let's do it. Katie would love if it. If not, it'll definitely next summer. We all gotta right. go there. All right, I'm down. So yeah, so we're inside this library and they're coming up with the the fifth sense and Max having a hard time typing. It doesn't seem like he knows how to type at all. Uh, uh and Charlie's going uh, write a couple words. Like faster, guy, type, type. He's like, he's like, kind of like being annoying. Yeah, Charlie is being a little bit impatient, but you know what? Charlie doesn't really know the English language in general. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Who is he to, uh, yeah. you know? But and and Mac would be able to do it because he's got it in his head. He just needs to type more better. <laughs> he always says, <laughs> "You love that." He always you love says that it more better. He does. He says more better. It's like it's a weird it's part phrase. of his vernacular. Yeah, more better. And then they do this thing. They do this thing where they're like, okay, let's get like get some outside help, someone else to write the script. And they right. do this very <laughs> similar thing they did once before at the welfare at the, clinic. The welfare, welfare store. store. <laughs> yeah, the welfare store. Uh, where they look around and they sort of like point at and pick out people. The candidates. <laughs> <laughs> very similar. So they're the worst people in the world. They look at this lady like, well, what about her? The older lady. Sort of a you know a workhorse secretary. What does that mean? What does he mean by that? I, th- I think that's like an old term. A work. I like didn't li- look it up. A workhorse secretary. Is that <laughs> I've heard that before. Really? I just I can infer what it means. It's yeah, like me an old too. woman that's me, just like, willing to just worker. like put in the time and just do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Charlie doesn't care for her demographic. Finds him to be judgy. <laughs> Why is he afraid I, of being judged? I don't know, but I kind of agree with him. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he's not wrong. I'm just saying. I love she can do the work. Great great use of language. Like, a great word choice. I don't care for her demographic. It's a great, great use of language. It's, it's, it's almost too good of language for Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what about ch- check out this one, they say. Check out this oh one. Oh, God. <laughs> Do you when lo- they say this one and they're <laughs> referring to the Pakistani guy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, uh, is he looking into you? And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good to have an Indian in our corner. You got anything on uh, what we'll find out to be our big idea guy? Yeah, Faisal. That's his name. Isn't that weird? Well, what do you mean? They never call him that. Oh, he he has a name in the, in the script, in the credits? Yes. Yeah. He's not like it's just Faisal. like Diet Library? Wow, wow. Faisal. All right. His real name is Kanal Sharma. He was born 1982 from Andover, Massachusetts. We got a Massachusetts guy. Yeah, I actually saw a little bit of this. I was like, yeah, that's right. Andover, Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I work up there. He was in Hawaii Five O, Prison Break, Arrested Development, uh, Men of a Certain Age, The Office, Hannah Montana, and Pretty Little Liars. Oh, nice. What do you think those Pretty Little Liars are up to? Pretty Little Liars. I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen that show. Me neither. Ross, there's also something else. Uh, uh, did you say, you, you said he was born in 1987, right? No, 82. On on IMDb it says 87. <laughs> well, then I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because you know how I know that? Because when I saw it, Ross. You're looking at the IMDb well, page? Ross, look at his birthday. You didn't mention this to me? Er, Eric, I don't have it pulled up, oh, so sorry. you have to tell me. <laughs> sorry. I thought you did. Ross, his birthday is December 12th. Is that an important day? You know someone? Yeah, it's my birthday. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, Because we celebrate it every year. <laughs> yeah. He's got the same birthday as me. Yeah, I thought that was... Oh, uh, that's nice. And he's from Andover, Massachusetts. We should, Excellent. We should party together. He's two years younger than me then. Well, look at that. <laughs> I, I was happy knowing he was three years older than me. <laughs> Look what you did. <laughs> so they get his attention, and they want to know, where is he from? Baltimore. What about his parents? Jersey. <laughs> now, it's so funny, because, like, the way he's... They're just stone-cold answers. <laughs> and the way, I love his, like, he does great acting, where he's, like, his responses are kind of like Jersey, kind of like... like Nonchalant. Nonchalant. Like, and you know Matter what they're fact. trying to do. You know what I mean? It's like... So yeah, I don't think he knows that, though, yet. He doesn't. I don't think he does. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, yeah, Jersey. He's like, okay, these dudes in the library want to talk to me, okay? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they, they okay, they kind of think of a... Di- oh, is, is anyone from your family from India? Uh, Pakistan. Oh, right. That's a place. <laughs> they go, somewhere. That, that's, that's a, a country place. somewhere. <laughs> and then he kind of, he kind of fills them so, and lets them know, like, yeah, they're right next to each other. And he's like, they're like, oh, that's... That's they're close like that's enough. good and close enough. Yeah, exactly. they want like they say they want an Indian in on the mix. They think that will help them. And now they say in the mix, and I like that. That's always sunny language. That's yeah, gang the, language, right? In the mix, yeah, yeah, yeah. They think that will help them. And and and, and they, you know they say like Pakistani people might might be good with t- twists in their own way. So yeah, like, yeah. Like they're the ones writing. Like what do they need? Like why do they need M Night Shyamalan? To direct their movie. They don't. Because M. Night Shyamalan, doesn't he write and direct his own movies? Like, doesn't isn't that the idea? He's the one that writes the twist? Yeah, he's pretty much a one-man show. Yeah. But also, like, he doesn't really do the action movie that they want to make. He's totally wrong for what they, like, want. Like a Die Hard type movie or yeah. something, right? Yeah, it seems that way, yeah. So, yeah, so they. I love how they go, you want to be in the movie business? 
And he kind of like, he kind of <laughs> like smiles like, yeah, all right. Yeah, and right, later yeah. on when we check back in with him, they they make a great choice with this character. They make an absolutely I couldn't even imagine a better choice. It, it, it really is. Yeah. He takes them on a journey. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> all right. we'll get there. So then on the set, we see makeup has drenched D in fake blood and her and Dennis get teamed up for a scene. Now, I wonder how many days did uh, Caitlin Olsen have to be like <laughs> filmed completely in blood? Ho- hopefully they bang those scenes out on one day. Yeah, I hope so. For her sake. <laughs> yeah, I hope they did it one day. Jesus. Because she comes out, and you see her. She's like, I think they went a little overboard. And she comes out to the AD, and she's, like, <laughs> covered in head. And Frank's is later like, would they dip you in by your ankles? Like, Yeah, <laughs> dip you in by your heels? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> she's covered in blood. Yeah, she gets so blood. And she's like, they went overboard. And I love the way the AD does this subtle thing where he looks like it was, ah, perfect. Nah, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Nah, it's perfect. And uh, he goes off. They need to pair him up for with the husband. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's when Dennis comes walking up with Frank, and they got to pair him off. And Frank's like, what about Dennis? That works. And the, the AD uh, takes off. And this is where we find out that, you know, they're like, what's up with you, D? Like, like, oh, you should have had Frank. Like, Frank got him to do this so that you can see that's my face. That's where an agent negotiated a deal. Yeah, that's right. Because Dennis has this, like, little trickle of blood coming out of his ear. It's like hardly noticeable. It's like hardly noticeable. And he has like really nice clean clothes on. Like Yeah, it's like a bad Halloween costume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't look like the what the bodies should be. Yeah, then he doesn't look like a massacre happened or or a genocide of some <laughs> sort, which is what they're filming. And so Caitlin Olsen does this awesome acting about this this is what you like. This is what they did. She does this like great freak out. <laughs> this, uh, uh, like that's it. Like she, this is really. She realized how overly invested she is. Yeah. <laughs> so then they get called to the set. They do this thing where they like start like laying down in this like pile. They're getting into this like um, formation. Yeah, they're the like ground, setting yeah. up the scene. And D tries to be. I don't. Did you love how? Um, oh my god, she's like laying down <laughs> like she's posing for a fucking exactly <laughs> spread exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to be, fa- and he's like, no, face down. Uh, <laughs> and she gets kind of like, like, like. Oh, no. Well, you won't be able to see your face. Yeah. And but at that point, honestly, do you really want people to notice you? You're covered in blood and <laughs> you look terrible. That's true. So then back at the library, Mac and Charlie and their new writing partner discuss the plot of the movie. So apparently they, they, they it's sort of like they're doing like they're breaking the story. They're like really getting to the heart of the story. Right here. And I love how like interested Mac and Charlie are. Like, they're really like, into this. They're like kids listening to a story. And this is where Mac is sort of, like, recapping kind of, like, what they've gone over. And apparently in this movie, Dolph Lundgren is going to... He's standing on a cliff. Like, this movie sounds so stupid. He's standing on a cliff <laughs> overlooking the ocean. And he rips his nose off. Like, cause I, so they're going with the... They're going with the reconstructive surgery. Like, he's not really a yeah. dog. Like, the dog idea... Is gone. Is gone. It's just like he has a bionic nose or something. So so he he rips he rips his nose off and casts into the ocean because this is the happiest moment he's ever been. Like this is the happiest part of the movie. No 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 no. This is the scientist's lowest point in the movie. Oh. Here he throws his nose off the cliff into the ocean because he's rejecting his life as a savior for all of mankind. No. 
a savior for all of mankind. Like, what That's is this? A bit. What is this movie? <laughs> I know. At what point did he just become? I thought he was like maybe the Batman of a town or something. You know what I mean? That's what I was thinking. But now he's all of mankind. <laughs> And that's when, like, Mac and Charlie are like, they finally get it like, because like, they didn't get it before. I, and I love and that now they're, they're fully grasping <laughs> it and they're like, oh, that is so deep. Yeah, they're like, finally getting their own movie and they're, they're loving it. Then, and but they want to know, um, how how is he on the uh, on the full penetration? Oh, I'm into it, big time, I, big time, sleeping around. That's a great, big time. Big time is a it's a gang term. I say that all the time because of, because of the show, like big time. Yes, like, big time. Yeah, like it's a great vague answer to yeah. a question. <laughs> the 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 it's crazy that like the choice to like to bring up the full penetration and then to also have this random stranger that they met is also in sync with their wild ideas mm-hmm. is very funny like there's something like about that i don't know it, it's it's funny because we just have to assume they've been in the library all afternoon or yeah. something <laughs> just hashing this out yeah. and like he just got so invested that he's into it at some point you yeah, know yeah 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 but you know the title <laughs> I mean, the fifth sense. I mean, who even came up with that? <laughs> so stupid. They do that like tried and true <laughs> classic comedy thing where you blame each other. Right. Uh, uh, it pro- is funny though. Probably like a move that's been going like for a hundred years. A joke. Day, like, yeah, <laughs> centuries. Yeah, they blame each other here. So yeah, why don't uh, Faisal just write that up and it'll be good to go. Well, I, I don't really write. I'm more of a big picture guy. He's also like a big picture guy. Like he's so much like them. But he's a better picture guy. <laughs> yeah, you right. Gotta assume. He's, yeah, he's assume he's a little. But it's weird. Be, like it's weird. Like is he though? Because he likes that there's a guy on a cliff throwing his nose into the ocean because he's rejecting his <laughs> being the savior of <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, you're right. Kind. I mean, he at likes the end, that. This is a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> yeah. So then on the set, Dennis and Dee proved to be difficult extras to work with until they are fired and replaced by Frank. So we start off here with Mac calling Dennis, and the, his phone rings. He's, you see Dennis laying down, mm-hmm. and his phone rings, and he answers it, and, and Mac fills him in that they're going to scrap the whole writing the idea, and they're just going to make a poster. What tells a person about a movie better than a picture? I would say a script. <laughs> <laughs> I think a script would. <laughs> like, well, but, like Dennis a, thinks that's brilliant. Yeah, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna say exactly like the choice again. We're like, and they keep using the word brilliant. By the way, you notice how many times they say brilliant this episode? A bunch of times. They say it a bunch of times. Again, like this idea of like Dennis thinks that's brilliant is so funny. Like another dumb idea that someone 100%. else thinks is brilliant. And also, like a poster is a step down from a pitch. I agree. <laughs> Don't, right? I agree. Yeah, you it, need at least a minute of a story. It could tell me more than a picture. Uh, okay. So and then and then uh, and so while he's not talking on the phone here, we see that the AD is coming by with a camera, and he's like, "Cut! Like, what are you like? What are you doing? You know, and just talking on his phone in the middle of the set." And then he's like, "Oh, you you were rolling? <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He wasn't even aware." <laughs> and then they, you know, I when this happened, I thought, "Oh man." We don't. We haven't got a third person pan over in a while. This isn't a third person pan over. It's third. It's third yeah, person it pan over. Is. Like, yeah, it's kind yeah. of. It's like a. It's like you know, because she's out of frame, and then we pan over. We see that D has rolled back over into her like spread, 
<laughs> photo shoot like like pose like, like a calendar shot. Yeah, like she's 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 laying there, she's getting back into it. And you, ma'am, do not roll over during the shot. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Dee thought about it. You know, and if it's better if she's right side up. Right, exactly. Yeah, because you know people can see her <laughs> and stuff. And no, tells her to turn around. Back over. Back over. <laughs> I like Dee's back sass. Yeah, yeah. Back over. Face down on the hot cement. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she's so complacent. I would have like, kicked her out so long ago. I, I know. She is the worst. Yeah. And we get this great shot. So we get like what the film that they're making is. This, this yeah, film. Yeah, we get to see a little bit of the shot. And they do like a different film. Like it looks like a movie as compared. As a paid, as opposed to how Always Sunny looks. Yeah, we, we, I mean, it looks great. It yeah. looks dramatic. It looks like a film. Get, yeah, like a nice rolling shot. Yeah. I mean, it's a we one, have soldiers like, lining people up against the wall with dramatic music. And, and you know, Dee's about to interrupt this, and they have to call cut, and they're kind of struggling. And I think part of the joke here is that this shot is like a very complicated one-shot. You mean like all the actors and everyone's moving while the camera's moving, but there's no cuts, so it has to kind of be sure. choreographed and timed. So to do it more than like a, one is frustrating. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like a one shot like we all have to do this in one. Yeah, this is like all one hundred of us have to get this right. Right, we all so. have to walk by and do this all the same way. <laughs> you know, like like yeah, and and. As the camera comes sweeping by, it's like it's following the soldier that was like <laughs> coming from outside into the warehouse. The camera's like low and falling, and it's sweeping over the mm-hmm. bodies. And D rolls over and brains, <laughs> and we get a cell phone ring, <laughs> and and Dennis's cell phone starts ringing. And AD cut, call, cut, cut, cut. Yeah, what the cut. hell are you doing? Well, she figured it out. She figured out the Shyamalan twist, the zombies. I like how she's making these leaps and bounds <laughs> about a movie she has no information about. I figured it out. <laughs> like, yeah. just because a director is known for one thing, he can't do anything else? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And his phone is ringing, and he's like, you know, he points out, hey, man, your phone is ringing. But since the guy told him earlier to not talk on the phone, he's just not answering it. He won't let him help him solve his boy's problem. Yeah, I know, man. Uh, if you don't let me solve uh, my boy's problems, then the phone's going to ring. You can't have it both ways. And, Can I talk or not? And then this great choice of D agreeing <laughs> with this. She's like, you know, yeah, I got to agree. Backs him up. <laughs> yeah, I got to agree. <laughs> that is another great choice. And I like how Dennis is like, my boy's problems, my dude. My boy's <laughs> problems. And, and that kind of goes back to McInnes' breakup. Yeah. Gets him out of jam. He's going to get him out of a jam. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's very similar. And this is where Dee's like, Dee's kind of had it. She wants to talk to M. Night, but he's not around. This is a simple pickup shot. He's not here. I mean, she does not care for that. No. This is the first time she's ever heard of anything like this. <laughs> and this is where Frank comes up, you know, what's going on? And the AD says, you know, these people are being difficult. And Frank's like, uh, I'll take care of it. Uh, I'll, I'll do their parts. And they get fired. Uh, before that happens, he, he does take Dennis's phone, and then Dennis takes his phone back. They have this pretty flimsy way to get the grease onto the phone. Yeah, I mean, I mean, do we even buy the grease thing as a this is like, up the phone? I think yeah, this is like the water thing in signs to me. Yeah, it, it, and 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 it's a bad justification. I, I think, think I think a better way out of this would have been the. Phone is from 2009, and it sucks. <laughs> or, like, Frank should have took it a little <laughs> earlier. 
and had it longer. Yeah, but then we don't get the interruption. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We can't have it both ways, dude. Does we get the interruptions or do we not? We get the interruption and Frank takes the phone and then we hear the phone ringing in Frank's pocket. So yeah, Frank comes up here. He takes the phone because he's going to help at first. So he takes the phone away from Dennis so he can do the scene. And then he says, you know what? Actually, I'm going to be in the scene. I'm, you know, they're fired. Frank's going to take their place. And Dennis quickly takes his phone back. I mean, Frank holds it for 20 seconds, maybe. Less. And he's he figured, you know, he's sick of doing all this stuff. And he he, he wants to be like an actor sitting around doing dick. Yeah. I love the term doing dick. <laughs> and the AD is like, great, both of you. Get your shit out of here. Yeah. And uh, Dennis takes his phone back. And just be clear, pal. I don't care about any of this. I got my own thing yeah, going over here. Yeah, he flashes his phone. There's our first, like, a, well, not our first, but another little hint at, like, he's doing something else with his phone. Yeah, and D is speechless, and Frank is like, you know what? I just gave the old Shyamalan twist. Maybe it, he didn't. It, maybe he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's more of, like, a fuck you, is it not? Yeah, yeah, it's not a twist. Uh, maybe you did or maybe you didn't is a very D thing this day. I feel like she oh, said she that says before. That, she says a lot. Yeah. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. Maybe you did, maybe um, you didn't. But she pretends not to care, but it's pretty obvious she's so invested, yeah. covered in blood. The only cares. Yeah, she's the only person that cares. So then back in the extras tent, Mac and Charlie show up to talk to M. Night with their new movie poster, and they find out Dennis has been writing a script the whole time. Instead? Instead. <laughs> uh... They come in with a nice hey They come in all excited. And they get their new poster here. So they've changed the name of the movie. The movie's no, yeah. not called this, this Fifth Sense anymore. The movie has a much worse title, I would say now. It's a punch down. It's a punch down for sure. The movie is Crime Stinks, The Smell of Penetration. Now that sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, it's not? Yeah, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. It's implying a lot of different odors. And they even have a, a tagline for the movie. He knows. Knows. N-O-S-E. The truth. The truth. And all the, the, all the ti- like, three different things it says, the, the crime stinks, the smell penetration, and then the, he knows the truth, are in, like, these different fonts. And Yeah, who, it's he, almost like the Riddler made that post. Right, and he knows the truth is in, like, the Star Wars font. <laughs> and they also have a picture here, presumably of what Dolph Lundgren will look like in the movie. If his whole head was a nose. Because they have the red spiky hair on top of the nose. I, I think it's like more blondish, right? Dol- Dolph is blonde. Don't they say red spiky hair? No, Dolph just, is blonde. Well, they they have this sort of... He's blonde hair, blue eye. He could not be more Aryan. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's a Swedish, right? Yeah, he's a very Swedish man. And the, they got like, uh, well, the the nose has like this spiky hair. He's wearing sunglasses. Mm-hmm. And it's got this body wearing a mesh. A mesh tank top. Yeah, and he's like short. Holding the gun. Yeah, it's like this jacket. It's like. He's barefoot. <laughs> it's so weird. It's weird. I wonder, where do you think that prop is? Oh, that got thrown away. You think so? Yeah, would it's not even it's not even worth keeping in your room or. Ah, like, would you love it? I would love to have that. I don't know. It, <laughs> it's bad looking just for the sake of bad. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And uh, they find out that M Night's not there, and that bastard twisted all of us. <laughs> twisted all of yeah, us. Yeah, twisted all of you. Uh, but uh, 
Not really, because Dennis has the mother of all twists right here. Dennis thinks this is the mother of all twists. Yeah. It seems that he, he's been uh, writing a movie himself. It's about a homeless killer who turns out to be a security guard instead. He also says instead there <laughs> in like the same way. His makes sense. The way he phrases it makes sense. And yeah, so and when they and when Mac and Charlie hear that, that's our idea. That's our story. That's our story. <laughs> Damn right. That's why he signed them on as producers, and they're happy with that. Yeah, I not, mean, I think that is a good compromise for little to nothing. <laughs> we didn't talk about this earlier, but and it just sparked my idea. But like, in always sunny fashion, like they take on the roles, they become these people. Mm-hmm. They like they think they're gonna get this movie made. Like they think they're gonna be produced. Like. Yeah, what are they producing at this point? Yeah, like they how have do they no even... one to fund this. They have no one to direct it. Yeah, like when they say you have producers, like what do they think is gonna happen? They think they're involved. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why they're looking up to Dennis because Dennis, for some reason, has had status this whole episode. It's true. It's partially because of his, his I don't give a shit attitude. Yeah. But what else? Yeah. And um, what, what, there's a f- quick before we get to D here. There's a the quick little where they're like, you guys are producers, and they're like, they're getting all excited, and 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 Charlie's like, I love show business. <laughs> <laughs> he goes like, I love show business. He does say that. <laughs> and so, but D wants to D is like, can I be in the movie? Normally, I would take this opportunity to insult you, but I'm gonna throw an insane twist your way. You're gonna be the lead of this film. Really? No, you're not. Twist again. Boom. <laughs> Try and keep up. A lot of twists. A lot of twists in this thing. Uh, yeah, a lot, like that. That's in the script. <laughs> is that what he, like twisting on D right there is in the script. A lot of twists lot in this of, thing. A lot of twists in thing. That's an example of like what like. <laughs> and we get the awesome line from Mac. There's so many twists. I can't even follow. That like, is he's a, so like and, backed up. And, uh, <laughs> that is a personal. I'd say that is the most of this episode that I will say. Like uh, like when mm-hmm. I'm confused about something or just like there's so much going uh, on. So many twists. There's, I can't even follow. So many up. twists. I can't even follow. Like like. I'll say I've said it in, on prior podcasts. I've like, heard you. Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so many twists I can't even keep up. It's like there's not that many twists happening. <laughs> no, there for him none. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can't you keep up with? <laughs> it is funny though in the scene just to oh, hear him it's, like. Oh, uh, I'm it's lost. truly one of my favorites. Like they're like there's so many twists I can't keep up. It's like it's just so funny. Yeah. And he w- he's gonna show him some more th- of more of the script, but his phone freezes, which is like your phone freezes. Like I I've never experienced that. Shut it off and put it back on, or like like yeah, it's gonna be there when you turn it back on. So not a big deal. I remember in the early days of computers freezing. That yeah. could be an issue. If yeah. I was typing a word document, and my computer freezed. Like yeah. I might lose that whole document. Yeah, if I was... That, that's a real threat yeah. back in the day. I don't know if 2009 that still carried over, though. Yeah, I don't know. That might be out of, like, the jurisdiction of freezing, ruining things. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, though. Even to this day, like, my computer sometimes will be, like, overloaded with what I'm making it do. 15 different tabs open from Pornhub. Yeah. Stream that shit. Stream that. <laughs> yeah, stream. Like, I need Stream's all these, your... all this content, yeah, all, all the hits, all the <laughs> all, views. All good ones. All the positions. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I get it. The computer's working overtime, but yeah. when I restart it, all those windows pop right back up, and yeah. I'm able to get right back into it. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, we we record through Audacity. That's kind of like the program we use for our podcast. And if Audacity crashes or your computer crashes while Audacity is open, it'll like you when you go back onto it, it'll recover your project. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, we're we're past the point of that technology failing like that. Yeah, we're in the future. I like it. I <laughs> prefer it. Yeah, okay. I do not want to go back. <laughs> I couldn't afford it. So then we go out on a scene from the movie, and Frank takes a bite from his shrimp sausage. <laughs> so it's sort of like the same shot, the same one shot that we saw D do the brains thing in. They're doing it again. It's filmed in that film way. It looks like a different, and it's panning through. And it goes by Frank, and we see Frank take a little nibble of his sausage. He's also kind of, <laughs> like, chewing and stuff this whole episode. Yeah, I mean, he has, like, a bullet wound on his head, too. Oh, I don't think I noticed that. That's his makeup? Yeah, he has, like, a, like, kind of, like, a bullet gouge or okay, some sort of, like, yeah. bludgeon on the corner of his forehead. Oh, yeah, I'm not sure I noticed that. Um, well, that's it. That's the credits. That's what we go out on. We go out on the AD yelling cut. Uh, Ross, what is your favorite character? Uh, Dennis. Dennis. Just from that monologue alone, I think that wins him yeah. um, actor of the episode. Yeah. Actor of the, character se- of the episode, actor sorry. Actor of the season. Yeah. And what is your favorite line of dialogue? All the hits, all the big ones, all the good ones. I, I would say the full full monologue, but if I had to pick like a line, yeah. the, the part of it is all the hits, all the good ones, <laughs> all the big ones. And for me, the part is... Uh, and here's the twist. And there is a twist. A twist. For me, that's like... I do say that all the time, too. And there is a twist. But, you know, I actually have an alt, too. I have an alt that's not from the monologue. Obviously, the monologue, like, I'm obsessed. That, the it's monologue, a powerhouse. That monologue yeah. is, like, why I wanted to do the podcast. Like it, This is the scene Yeah, it's like, wow, somebody episode. needs to talk about this. Like, look at this. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, but my alt, I think, is I really love the way it, it's the delivery. I love the uh, the way you told that story was by far the worst part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a great, like uh, it's just like a great insult and just I don't know yeah. the, the delivery. It's great. Uh, and what is your favorite scene? Oh, the favorite scene is the monologue in the trailer. Yeah, the bo- yeah. even starting I mean, with the pitch, even starting with Charlie and and Max pitch the whole thing. Yeah. Y- if I had to pick an alt, it would have been like. Mac and Charlie beginning. Yes, writing. when they're when they're like, should we right. write? Should we write this down? Should we? Ri- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the that. look they gave each other of, yeah. oh shit, we're onto something. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 in sync on this one for sure. All right, that brings us to my favorite segment, your favorite segment, the listeners' favorite segment is the IMDb trivia challenge. Russ, I get so many emails saying. You guys should when just did I say? Wait, wait, hold on. <laughs> when did I say this was my favorite segment? Uh, you mumbled it. You mumbled it uh, uh, in your sleep. You're recording me <laughs> while I sleep now, huh? Ross. You never, you never remember to shut the zoom off. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! You always forget. Just like you never remember to put your microphone on, you don't ever remember to shut the zoom off. I got to do both, <laughs> of, do those both of those things now. Yeah, exactly. Damn. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, Russ, I get so many emails. People are like, you should just do an IMDb trivia podcast. Like, that should be the whole podcast. Do it at the beginning, the middle, and the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now, Ross, these are three trivia facts. Two of them are made up by me. One of them is a is a trivia fact that is on the website IMDb. It's under the trivia category. The other two I made up. Ross, please guess the one that is actually from the website. Number one, 
M. Night Shyamalan smashed his TV when he saw this episode. Number two, Charlie Day and Rob McElhenney have never actually written anything. Number three, <laughs> Mac and Charlie's movie pitch idea involves Dolph Lundgren playing a scientist. Dolph is in fact one in real life. Dolph Lundgren received a degree in chemical engineering from the Royal Institute of Technology in the early 1980s and a master's degree in chemical engineering from the University of Sydney in 1982. Oh, and I have to pick one? Are you serious? Is the one you had to read? <laughs> you don't <laughs> <Yeah>. remember? <laughs> it's number three. <laughs> the one I had to bring up the website and read from? Yeah, that one. Isn't isn't that awesome, though? Like, Dolph is a scientist. He like, is Like, this is not too far out of the realm of his normal life. He has the physical capability yeah. of being an action hero. Yeah. We've seen him do it before. And he does have the knowledge of being a scientist. So he's just one nose being blown off away from being the savior of all mankind. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Now, yeah. you said multiple people write in. Which one of our listeners do you remember writing in? You said a lot of them. So I, I would hope you could name five. Uh, 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 Emma... Uh, yep. Uh, 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 Voodoo Maestro on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, all the hits. All the big ones. All the good ones. <laughs> all the good ones. All the good ones. All the hits. <laughs> Tony on Instagram. Tony, I love Tony. He's uh, funny as hell. Uh, Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, all yeah, all the hits, all the big ones. They they love the all IMDb ones. trivia. Uh, all right, Ross. That brings us to our final thoughts, Ross. Would you go to town on this episode, Supple oh Young my Body? God. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds gross. <laughs> or. It makes me sound like a predator if I say that. <laughs> or, the way this episode told its story was by far the worst part of this episode. Now I'm going to have to go to town on this episode. Yeah, I mean, I this is a personal favorite of mine. It's like. The, just the the way everyone's in sync, the way the episode flows, it's like it's so a lot of agreement. Yeah, a lot of agreement, a lot of great choices to agree yeah. to do the th- like to agree with each other mm-hmm. and go like, along with. Yeah, and go along with like there's really not much plot here. Not yeah. much happens. Right, it's there's not much kickback. I mean, it's just character. That's uh, that's what allows everything to flow so well. Yeah. And it's great. It's just like great idea. It's a great joke machine. Like there's a lot of like, jokes in this episode. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. It's, it's this. I it, mean, a lot of quotables. Yeah, there's something about the, the it, yeah the the use of language specifically in this episode is is wonderful. Shines. Yeah, like yeah. It's, uh, dare I say it's brilliant? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's just like everything. It's uh, I don't know. Yeah, this to me this is an absolute home run. Like. Man, do I love this episode. Uh, Fiance Katie made me a shirt uh, for Christmas that is the title card. It's quotes, a black shirt with white writing, and it's quotes, and it says, Mac and Charlie write a movie. That's adorable. It is. It's pretty cool, yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. So yeah, thank you, everyone. Um, that's uh, There it is. The podcast is over. I don't need to do it anymore. Podcast is done, <laughs> officially. <laughs> Cut it now. No, no. Um, we'll, we'll at least finish this season. Oh, yeah. We have one more for the season. (laughs) What is coming up? Oh, yeah. Great setup. Uh, Next episode is The Gang Reignites the Rivalry. Ross, what can we expect? Uh, We can expect some Golden God, uh, you know, returning to the nest, you know, to see how his fraternity has (laughs) turned out. I could probably, we could expect Dennis to probably be my favorite character again for this episode. 
Wow. With just simply <laughs> the idiots, savages. Savages, idiots. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. We can expect um, Dennis and Dennis chugging dick. Uh, D choking a beer pong. That's right. Yeah, Flipadelphia. Flip, flip, Flipadelphia. I, I, you know, I, I remember. I actually, this episode is one that's like, I remember this very well. It's a very good episode. There's a lot of like here. Um, one thing that really sticks out to me is when Frank and Dennis go to this guy's house. Are you gonna talk about the shower curtain? They do a <laughs> bunch of yeah horrific things in this guy's house and they're doing it so nonchalantly and, they, and they're happy like because they're on like don't they take something yeah they take some sort of drug don't they do they uh, yeah i think they're on something and they're like they're like that's uh, that's out of the realm of like normalcy for them to take a drug yeah. usually it's like hard alcohol yeah is their drug yeah but it's beer yeah for the so what i remember is them just like destroying this guy like cutting his pants in half well yeah just well, like, no, what they do is, like really just like what, going what they do like, is, through this guy's house and destroying it like flooding it it's been a while it's yeah it's been a while since i've seen this episode but i remember they they crank cuts his shower curtain in half, in like half. the bottom of it, <laughs> so that when he's in the shower, people will see his dong. That's his reason. What do you mean, people? <laughs> 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 Why would he still use it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he could get another one. They're like 10 bucks or yeah. something. Yeah. Th- this is also um, Bad Monster Toys has a, a, a Mac figure oh, yeah. being painted. The, That's true. That like the glow-in-the-dark action figure yeah. at Bad Monster Toys. Guys, go check it out. Yeah. He's doing some cool things over there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll look, I'm looking forward to this, and we're going to close out the season. It's a good one to close out the season on because yeah. it brings me a lot of joy. Oh, yeah. To see the gang come together to try to destroy something else. Yeah, they're kind of, I mean, they do screw D, they poison D at the end, but... They do like come it's for the toge- benefit of the team. Yeah, they do like are all, they are like a unit. Yeah, yeah. I like to see them try to come together for something. It's yeah. usually a fun time for me. Um, th- I mean, this isn't set in stone, but I did try to get a guest on for the episode. Really? What do you? Who? 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 His name might be Billy Hignan. <laughs> wow! Really? I haven't talked to Billy in. Probably since the last podcast. He didn't say yes, so we can edit this all out. (laughs) All right, all right. Sounds good. Uh, Well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening and sticking with us this season. It'll be be fun to close it out with you all. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see you in two weeks for that episode. The gang reunites the rivalry. And uh, good day. To you. The Always Sunny cast is in no way endorsed or affiliated with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the FXX Network, or Philadelphia. The views and thoughts expressed on this podcast are of Eric Regan and Ross Northrup. If you enjoyed this podcast as much as we enjoy making it, please subscribe, rate, review, and pass it on. If you'd like to reach out, you can email us at alwayssunnycastpod at gmail.com or stay in touch with us by following our Instagram account at the Always Honeycast Pod. We'll see you next time.